0: Mastering the Storm is a Heroes of the Storm podcast
1: on the Anchor.fm platform.
0: Heyo! Welcome, welcome, welcome to Mastering the Storm, a Heroes of the Storm podcast. I'm your host, LDAP, and I'm joined by...
1: Wenzeltron, per usual.
0: And and today we have a special guest, our first guest ever. Uh, I don't know how to introduce him other than to say, welcome aboard, Negative Pro.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's good to be here, man.
0: So, Negative Pro, he's a content creator for YouTube, big fan of Heroes of the Storm. He likes to make... Well, they're parody videos, but they are they are hero, you know the hero guides, right? But there yeah. they're, there's a bit of comedy thrown in, right?
2: It's it's like I don't like to it's it's I'm either I'm either taking myself seriously or I'm not, and it's hard to tell which one. That's the idea.
0: <laughs> All I know is I laugh my ass off. So that's and then you <laughs> know when, when there's a lot of the standard. Choose this town. Choose this town. Choose this town. Yours are kind of like they're entertaining and they're full of memes. And I actually, I learn stuff about culture because like I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not a millennial, so I don't know like. You're not one of these millennials. <laughs> <Yeah>, so <laughs> I, I have to I have to actually go to like Urban Dictionary and look up some some of the stuff that you actually reference in your videos.
1: <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> hey, at least you go. At least you go that far. I give you credit on that part.
0: I figure it's important. You want to include it, so it's like, <laughs> there's a lot of anime re- references and things like that. But you know, yeah.
2: Don't even get me started on my latest one, man. <laughs> oh boy,
0: I mean, I'm surprised you. So the la- the last one, you know, you, you laid off the lolly references. You'd be like one or two. I figured there would be been all over the place, but you only like did one or two. It was like
2: <laughs> it's like when the joke's obvious. I don't focus on it that much. I will like get on it, but I don't. You get what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, you don't want to. I mean, you want to make be predictable, because then it's not exactly. As, I mean,
0: of course, I had to look at what lollies were when they were now. You know, when Orpheus gets announced at BlizzCon, and like the entire Reddit sub community know, goes, you know, completely bananas with lolly uh, posts. <laughs> was like, I'm like <laughs> okay, so we're, oh, it's this. Oh, okay, well, it's the guy who thinks he has a girlfriend in the game. All right, all right, <laughs> and then he wants a pillow to sleep with. I'm like. Oh, this is a little bit interesting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> funny part is that that funny part is um it's actually legal. that's actually it's actually legal to do marriage ar- around that in Japan.
1: Wait, yeah, really? kinda of, yeah. Yes. That's new. It's kinda of creepy. Yeah, that's been a
2: thing for a while actually. Nobody likes to talk about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean well, I we're so gonna really get, the- I guess nobody gets hurt and there's less divorce mm-hmm. papers. We're getting, a little ahead of our, we're
0: getting a little ahead of ourselves, though. We have a lot of news to cover, so I don't want to just you know start off with this. We want to mm-hmm. cover the the real stuff, and then we'll get into you know the,
1: the meat and potatoes. This, this
0: yeah. new cultural revolution of marrying your pillow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you learn something new every day when you come to this podcast, and it's not related to Heroes of Storm.
2: Exactly. <laughs>
0: So you know, last week, you know they they made the balance patch change, and then in that they announced uh, Blizzard announced that the uh, call of the Nexus would be introduced, to which quick match would then be converted to be more balanced, where they'd have one tank, one healer type, and then one range DPS, and then the rest could be fill. And then people were like, "Oh, this sounds interesting," and then you know everyone lost their shit basically. <laughs> over the weekend I must, we must have seen like about i don't know one post every hour about someone complaining about quick match times and stuff
2: yeah um you kind of have to expect that though when like you begin to go that fine in details
0: so have you guys been playing quick match much since um, the?
1: i haven't played as much we played a few games and it did feel better ish i
2: I queued up a few games recently. Like, I, I tried, I tried on Mephisto for the first time yesterday, and it did take a while to wait, but on the bright side, I was able to get a few other bit of work done while I was waiting in the queue. So it's like, yeah. for me, it's like, I don't mind long queue times, but I can understand why a lot of people are complaining about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a change. It's new, and it's obviously, it does take longer than what it typically did. Yeah. Even if you do queue for one of the necessary roles, like Warrior or healer, you know, it still takes a few minutes to get a queue, even during prime time, um, but it's balanced to some degree, you know, unless you're in an off... And it does the same thing it did for Hero League, right, where five minutes it tries to get a, a balanced match. If it if it can't, it does what's called expanded search, and then you might get a comp where you have three, three healers versus, like, three tanks or something crazy. Um, you know, so it does, you know, it does have that kind of... Uh, uh, capability of kind of going beyond and and giving you bananas an old quick match uh, tile match Mm -hmm. now i know on thursday they announced like on twitter that there was a problem with five man groups and and kyle ferguson and into the nexus talked about it whereas if you're in a five stack the matchmaker would try to match you with another like they would do your matchmaking twice basically trying to figure out your comp and then trying to figure out a a comparable comp. So five stacks were seeing longer than normal queue times. But I think that got resolved um, over the weekend. But, you know, people just, you know, they're not happy with the long queue times now, even though the, and if they're, in a and the other thing is if they're in a long queue, right, and then it goes to expanded search and you get a crappy matchmaking experience, then they come to Reddit to show you their screenshot of three supports versus, you know, a balance comp or something like that or a five stack or you know some crazy shit <laughs> so, so yeah. last night i was playing a little later last night after we played and i was mm-hmm. you know i've been playing you know i was playing regar and um so i got into a match where i had two other supports and like uh the only, oh, the the only sh- damage you shared we, yesterday <laughs> yeah the only damage we had was uh illidan and we you know held our own for a while and then um uh, we had an asmodan so we had an illidan and asmodan um We held our own for a while, and then they were kind of beating us. But then, you know, we took a team fight, and from there, and then we got an objective, and then from there we won. It was like level 26, you know, so it's like it was a 30-minute match, you know, uh, going back and forth. So, I mean, you can win with three supports, you know, you just have to play smarter, uh, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason why I won, I don't think it was because we were better i think because the other team was lower level so it was a five stack and the way they compensated us i guess was they were like a low level five stack you know like on like newer accounts and stuff
3: hmm. so. that's
2: yeah, interesting I lost, I lost triple specialists earlier this morning so
0: yeah you're still going to see these comps they're just not going to be as regular and if you're trying out like you know if you want to try to learn a, like a build and you don't want to take a bunch of self-sustain just because you don't have a healer now you can kind of practice those kind of hero league team league uh builds a little bit more you still have to deal with the support you get or the the, the warrior tank but you know it's, it is what it is
2: so, mm-hmm. maybe the new well, role changes when those apply they'll finally maybe fix things out a little but i'm yeah. still keeping my expectations low
0: there's that's still, a good observation yeah.
1: i think there's still going to be issues initially because it's going to have to like figure out what the matchmaker is doing with you know, creating new comps and things like that because it's not going to be as cut and dry like everything is with this game, it seems like.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, overall, though, this is something <coughs> I've wanted since day one. You know, I mean, like, when I, you know, you're dying again. <laughs> you need medicine. <laughs> anyway, I'm getting uh, better. I'm almost there. <laughs> he's almost dead. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so uh, what was it like a year or two? I was telling you, like, not like this time last year, I started playing a lot of quick match, you know, and I play quick match constantly and, you know, you get these wacky comps and stuff. And so I think, like, I was on board when, you know, I was always kind of preaching that we needed to get this more tank, you know, support, 3DPS or, you know, kind of approach to the game. Maybe the one thing that's kind of, uh, maybe if they loosened it a little bit and not require the third ranged, you know, like the ranged mm-hmm. attribute, maybe they could get... Um, a little bit balanced. I mean, requiring a ranged DPS. I, I mean, maybe it's essential, but you know, I mean, we've played comps without range DPS, so maybe they could just remove that element there and you know, maybe speed up the thing, the matchmaker just a little bit. I don't know, you know. And I don't know about MMR, or how that even factors in. Does it really try? I, I always wondered, like, if MMR is a f- during quick
1: match.
2: <laughs> yeah, your MMR, your MMR is separate from you know you, you have two different mmrs one for quick match the other one for ranked
1: yeah
0: but it seems like you get a rain like i i remember getting rainbow mmrs where i'm like against like level 100 accounts and stuff like that You know, and it's like you know they're not that good or that they don't have that high of mmr but it's just still match with them you might be you might be carrying them that's that's the yeah, the aspect of it so mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But overall, you know, I feel that the experience has been somewhat better. You know, I mean there's you go on those streaks where you get, you know, poor support, poor uh poor warrior like, you know. Um but overall it's been you know, I think it's been an improvement. I've been able to play things like Alarak, you know, and not, you know and not and not feel like I'm, you know, going up against five specialists, you know, or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, so it's a positive change, I think, you know, although, you know, I think we're going to see for about another month. Like what Negative said, you know, about the uh, the role we work, I think that that's key to it as well, because, I you know, so it's going to say one tank. So does that mean Bruiser counts as tank or is it, you know,
1: mm. Bruiser
0: DPS, you know, and DPS? So,
1: Sounds like they'll have to add some more rules into the matchmaker then.
0: Yeah,
2: it might. It, might, it, may, it may be possible that the rules are already in there in the yeah, code, but behind. it's not. They're not visually showing it yet.
0: Yeah. It's quite possible. That's generally how they operate. <laughs> it's like, oh, by the way, we turn this thing on. <laughs> I mean that's how
1: it's how the other stuff works. It's all just been, in the background. We
0: we might have been in the call of the Nexus, we just didn't see the XP bonuses. <laughs> so, <laughs> so but uh yeah, so that, that was the big news last week, other than the balance changes to certain heroes and um, you know. And then everyone was waiting with bated breath because we know that the uh, season's ending next week. If they were going to actually release the game changes, uh, the 2019 game changes, and then the patch notes rolled out on Monday, like Mm -hmm. like clockwork, and we all were treated to the fact that they are going to implement the um, matchmaking changes, uh, and that you know we should uh, be prepared for you know a really rational discussion about. You know, you know, balanced <laughs> gameplay changes, and we'll save that to later on in this you know, when we get to the hero lab. But you know, we just want to give a little tantalizing taste of what to, what's to come. You know, Reddit being what it is, you know, a fair and balanced group of people who like to discuss things rather <laughs> rationally.
3: <laughs> exactly. But, there,
0: but um, yesterday on December fourth, that was the end of uh, Roster Apocalypse twenty nineteen uh, or twenty eighteen so far. Um, hmm. So that means that the, the teams have uh, been formalized, and within the next couple of days, uh, there will be announcements of which teams and which players uh, will be playing on which teams uh, for twenty nineteen HTC. Um, notable uh, retirees uh, was um, Fan. He announced his retirement yesterday, um, saying he won't produ- he won't be participating in the first half of twenty nineteen, so he can pursue his career playing Fortnite. Artifact or whatever you know, game he wants to
1: stream. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, like that's the thing with esports players. They will, they like to jump around and such.
1: I mean, that kind of makes sense too. If I mean,
2: look at Grubby. He's gone back to full time uh, Warcraft three.
1: Yeah, that's one of the more interesting ones to me. But I mean, doesn't it makes sense at the end of the day just because of the way.
0: Well, to be honest with you, Grubby played his dues. I mean, he played played the game for three years straight, you know, producing a video almost every day. It's very prolific.
1: It's completely completely warranted. Mm
0: -hmm. And he never once made a hero guide. He just played the game, and he would show you his builds, like, on his website. He was, like, never once was, like, here's how you play this character. I mean, you know, like, like, he never did an MF Pally time kind of negative Pro video. You know, he might have done, like, a balance patch review or something, but... Basically, it was just gameplay videos where yeah, he, he always played. did his
1: like talk throughs of the patches mostly. That yeah. was yeah. like his thing.
0: So yeah, so um, you know that was uh, you know so the 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 end of the acquisition is on the fourth, and then so we're looking by December sixth for Blizzard to announce the rosters, and then I guess we're expecting some kind of news about is the HCC actually happening in twenty nineteen? Um, oh yeah. <laughs> So I mean, yeah. uh, negative. I mean, do you keep up with the HTC? Do you watch it? I mean, are you the problem like, is I work. work? Direct,
2: the problem is I work on Saturday, so I hardly ever get t- time to watch it. Like, I'll pop like whenever I'm on lunch break. I'll like pop up, pop out my phone and like see like what's what's being played currently, and I'm just like, okay, what did I miss? Mm-hmm. But, other than, so, but other than that, I don't to actually watch a full match.
0: Really? So you don't like go back and look at VODs or anything like that.
2: I'll I'll view the vods sometimes. The problem is that like I'm trying to make sure like our web data is not used up.
0: Oh, okay. You mean on your on your phone? You mean...
2: Yeah, and junk like okay.
0: that. Okay. okay, that makes sense. So, um, do you have like a favorite team for HTC? Like, do you follow any specific teams, or are you just a generalist?
2: I used to be a fan of Gale Force, if, but yeah, before it used... before it <laughs> imploded, whatever <laughs>
1: happened to it, Supernova, maybe.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like, so, really, yeah, I'm just still trying to find, like, my next team I want to follow. Like, Dignitas is up on there. I know yeah. that much.
1: Oh, yeah, they are for sure on there. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So Eric's the resident, he's the European HCC fan The yeah, North America. Yeah, because I'm able to watch
1: during, because that's what I'm, so I'm at work, but I'm, I'm by myself when I work, so I could just put it on and podcast it, basically. So I just have my, you know, Wi-Fi on and everything, and I just listen to all all things EU because it's during the time that I have nothing else better to do, <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of I kind of follow what they do, and it's really weird to see them change as a meta. Like that's but my thing is is they you know, they become the meta followers of like or everyone else follows them really, until yeah. uh, Na got their identity as the the Zul main tank thing whatever that was, yeah. um, yeah. and and I've always enjoyed uh, Team Liquid. They were always my favorite favorite team from the way back in the day. Yeah. Right after right after first BlizzCon, I think it was, that they kinda came in. Yeah, I kinda like teams that
0: actually produce content too. Like Team mm-hmm. te- you know, Team Team Liquid was always uh, producing well they produced their content, Tempo Storm, you know, I mean, Tempo North Storm America. has a lot of their
1: own stuff too. But they haven't yeah, updated so, their yeah. uh, I don't know if they've updated their tier list lately though. They haven't they not done it in a while.
2: Mm. So, so yeah, so with... good. Yeah. I think uh, I think LDAP knows like my take on tier lists. <laughs> I'd
1: love to hear it because I don't really yeah. believe in them that much yeah. either. No one, no, one, no one can read my mind, so go, go for it, man.
2: <laughs> uh, my opinion: tier lists don't bleeping matter.
3: <laughs> I
2: think uh.
0: the, I think they matter per map. If you like, you know, it's it's good to like know which heroes might be good on a specific map. Yeah, but if you have common sense, you could probably figure that out yourself. You don't need a guide to tell yeah, you... Yeah, you
1: really don't wait, need wait, a tier wait, list. Play oh, yeah. false
0: that on, you know, Dragon Shark. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: I, yeah. pers- I personally haven't looked at a tier list in a good while. And the fact that, like, every pro and their mother has their own tier list, kind of silly to me. Or they all the pros make their own build and it's basically the same thing. I don't know. It just seems, like, super redundant and you're just making all these really convoluted things trying to say...
0: There's, the, only, there's only one tier list you have to know about if you I even mean, care about tier lists. That's Jay hals tier list. J-Hal, he's prolific with his tier list and his guides. He's got like a Google <laughs> Doc that covers every one of them. So yeah. if you really need it, if you need it, you can go for it.
1: Like if that tape one we talked about yeah. a couple podcasts
0: yeah. ago. That how was to win the soul lane? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, how to win the soul lane. Well, you just freeze the lane and don't die.
1: <laughs> so well, that's... Win. And now you extra don't freeze the lane, and don't die. But 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 <laughs>
0: I want to go take the... No, no, you don't do that. <laughs> this <laughs> that is HTC. You'll, you'll be fired if you do that in HTC. Your job is just to stay back you know, on your side of the map and freeze the lane.
1: Yeah. So
0: that's, so that's how you win the solo lane. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing Alarak into a uh, Tychus. And I didn't feel really good about that solo lane matchup. I basically, you know, I couldn't do anything. I mean, you would just sit there and, you know, just keep kept me penned in so the way i won it was i sat there until someone rotated up for me and then i killed him so like <laughs> win <Yeah. laughs> but other than that i mean he was just owning me so it's like yeah but uh yeah so i mean yeah and that was the yeah so we were talking about like teams that we follow and like it's you know so i was definitely this year on each on here's heart you know I, I frequent their website and you know, I do feel the, – the the pros, they put a guide or two up there. I think it's more of their content creators that post most of their stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, they, I think they were somewhat prolific this year you know, than most of the other teams uh, in the North America, that is. Um, I am looking forward to Scythe Esports. That's the the one that won the Crucible and has uh, Cavalier Guess as their coach. I think that will be my 2019 Dark Horse rooting for, you know, just to see if they they can make make a splash, and then uh, so you'd all retire. So there you know so team endemic, which was the Gale give it force. a week, give it a week, give it a week. Yeah, he'll be back. <laughs> 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 so yeah, so that was pretty much the news this week. You know, with regards to uh, you know fan retiring and the Roster Apocalypse is coming to an end. The, hopefully, the Mega Thread will. We'll probably leave it up for a few days, just for those people who like to, you know, uh, you know, peruse it. The the great thing about the Roster Apocalypse mega thread is it is it's informative. Like if you don't know a lot about the HTC, you know, uh, and um, uh, what's this? DB Smiley. They do a really good job of maintaining that and. You know, it, it's it's I, I you know, I learned a lot just like last year when I saw the first one, you know, when it became a mod, because before that I didn't know it existed. And so I learned about, you know, you don't know like how these things, how the teams release players and you know, unless you read the rule book. And so they do a really good job of explaining that whole transition. But I think in the past, and we we've had this conversation, so I'm just gonna reiterate it for you. In the past, Roster Apocalypse used to be this kind of event, you know, where teams are just blowing up and teams you know players are going everywhere and stuff and as of late it's been rather tame in fact because of the
1: super this this year it's been crickets compared to last year
0: well this this half of the season has been rather quiet um with regards to the fact that no one knows what the HTC's is going to look like in 2019 so i think that's been kind of you know, I mean, we're going to probably keep the name because it's like the brand mm-hmm. <laughs> for the transition. But uh, it's like the Combine. It's the Rosterpocalypse, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, everything's kind of homogenized now to the degree. And what we deal with now, though, in HCC, because it's a grueling season, is that these players will leave mid-season now. So that, that whole how do you get a player in mid-season, that's something we, we we saw this year where it caused a lot of confusion and stuff. So hopefully the HTC or Blizzard comes up with a way to handle that, you know, per se. Now, yeah. with, the, with the format of HTC, do you like the format of the HTC, or did you like it previously where it was more of the um, invitationals and, you know, the 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 non-structured format? I That was, that was to you. I, <laughs> no,
2: it, oh, it was Eric. or...
0: No, to you, negative. Okay.
2: <laughs> I, I don't mind honestly. Like, invitational, like it, it works and it doesn't because like you have to like make no hope that the team, the teams can like work around towards the schedules. Yeah, right. It, well, so you have to find the ones that are willing to participate, not just. The problem, well the problem is if you find ones that are willing to participate though, you can't see if they actually match to the skill level.
0: Mm. Right. Right. So like, you sense. know you know, like the, the biggest criticisms is because it's a like a league itself, but it as relegation, there's you know, there is like trend esports is pretty outspoken that relegation is not a good friendly model for like a commercial league because it's too much risk for like um, um sponsors. Alert. Yeah, yeah, it's too much risk for the sponsors. So, um, but you know, if you had a circuit, you know, kind of approach, which is what you know Dota Two uses, and you had, you know, Blizzard provided prize money and and they had minor and major ones, that might be more um, in line with that approach. You know, so I mean, I don't know. You know, I'm kind of I like the fact that there's relegation because it makes the teams they have to play. If they don't if they don't perform, they're out. Right. You know, it's like. Yeah, and teams like Monkey Menagerie, they just don't get a free pass. You know that they, they, if they're not playing and they're not performing, yeah. they're gone. You know, and so some <laughs> other team. Now, granted, that new team that comes in is not guaranteed to perform well. They they might be bottom stack because they're you know, they're they they do not have a lot of money they have or no
1: experience or something. Well, they just don't have the
0: sponsorship or That's the a... you know, it's like a shitty part time job. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> so,
1: you're so... really not wrong about that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <And from> that <laughs> exactly. Family, they put a lot of time in, and you know, uh-huh. I mean, you yeah, know, twenty thousand dollars a year. I mean, <laughs> okay, right. And maybe if you make your career out of your your website or your Twitch stream, you you might have a. Might I think some, I think uh... that's
1: why you see a lot of these guys who have um, made the like a name for themselves, like Quacknicks and yeah. stuff like that, transitioning right. to being. Streamer. Stream streamers, yeah, because it it's, it's an easier income, right? Because like mm-hmm. you try all this time to to be really good and, as, as a pro gamer, right? Granted, you're getting a paycheck, monthly or salary, yeah. Uh, but like at the end of the day, you could make a lot more money by getting tips from you know streaming, right?
3: Yeah. yeah. And then you're yeah. I
1: think he's already uh, partnered via Twitch too, so he's already getting um, some sort of monthly kickback from subscribers so it's like i don't know it's probably easier too because you make your it's schedule. A, that's,
2: yeah that's honestly the good thing about like <laughs> being in the high level of esports is because like you can always just like get to work on making money on twitch on the side and cause, yeah. like you've, you've already got your your name out there because you're on one of the top teams so yeah you're down to like get some good views and subscribers <laughs> as well
0: yeah yeah and tips and you know that All kind bad. of stuff i mean it's not like you're going to be poor, but you're not going to be rich either. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a break. It's kind of like a break even. But is it really career defining? You know, can you say this is my career? Yeah, it is your career at the time. Mm-hmm. But the, you know the sustainability for it to be something where you know you're going to retire with your millions on it, probably not.
1: Yeah, and, no. Esports money, baby. <laughs>
0: but you know, hopefully that you learn you know marketing and branding and all that all that something. good stuff. Maybe you. Yeah, you know, some some of the players will maybe become coaches, and maybe there are players. Yeah, you know, I mean, so there's definitely an ecosystem, but mm-hmm. you know, it's not the kind of. I mean, it's not like I would go to. It's co- not
2: stable.
1: To- no, that that's. I think that's the issue. It's not stable, and the the problem too is that like the the Twitch streamer people, I think, even have issues where the, um, like you you have problems with like donation stuff and things like that, where it's. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of finicky, and, like, becoming a personality is hard in its own right, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, you know, man. and the game itself has, you know, I mean, I hope it's going to last for a few more years, but if the game folds, like, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden, you know, hey, I got to go find a real job now. Right.
1: <laughs> I yeah. mean, I bet I bet Negative Pro could probably talk a little bit more about that. Even though he's not on Twitch as much, he, he t- knows a little bit about it.
0: Tell us about your
2: millions. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. My good, like, my good, like, five cents.
0: (laughs) Okay. A little bit helps. Okay. Like,
2: here's the thing. Like, one thing that, like, this is actually something that, like, YouTube's uh, trainer, like, um, advisors have always told, like, their YouTubers, Mm. don't freak out about news. Mm. Like... It easily gets to your head. That's one of the biggest problems. Like, everybody's freaking out right now about um, Article 13 with in Europe.
0: Yeah, where they're going to try to tax or they're going to require people to register or something like that. Is that the or is that what's going on with that?
2: Okay, let me rephrase it. So, what our, Article 13 was is a was proposed by like music artists and or record companies and junk. Um, the idea is that it's basically people who are sick of, like, videos with copyright. Okay. Stuff. But, so it's like, you think YouTube's in the fine, okay with that, because, like, they are able to just take stuff down like that. Well, that's the problem. They're not aiming for, like, it stronger takedowns, of course. They're trying to make sure it's never uploaded in the first place.
3: Mm.
2: And that's asking for the impossible. Right. Like... People have already, like, a lot of people have already stated, like, um, if this passes, YouTube will no longer be allowed to provide services in Europe. Hey, Mom, when you're done with it, can you close that door? That's one thing. And it's not just applying to YouTube. It's also applying to stuff like Twitch, Twitter, Tumblr, as if that was not having enough problems (laughs) already. (laughs) Uh, you, You get the idea. Yeah.
0: I heard, like, some of the streamers, like, we should just go to Canada, you know, if I'm going to try to make a living because mm-hmm. I can't make it in Europe now. Well, I guess you can go to England because England's going to be out of the EU. So it's like... <laughs> uh,
2: well, that, that's the thing. The, while Brexit is confirmed, it hasn't taken into effect yet. So Article right. 13 will still be affecting them until they finally yeah. make the, the full split. Hmm. Interesting.
0: Well, I mean, you know. I pretty much only watch, you know, YouTube streamers that uh, produce content for years of the storm, so it's not going to affect me greatly. But I mean, if you're into Fortnite, Overwatch, or the other games, and they stream music with it, yeah, you're going to be affected. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, I think we last year with the YouTube fiasco, with the, um, you know, just the taking down of videos and demonetizing, it affected people like Mammoth um, Palitime, uh, Subdicta, you know, uh, people who, I mean, who were prolific uh here's the swarm. uh bill guiders you know per se you know for lack of a better word uh stopped producing content for a while i mean i i think that uh pally came back you know and yeah. he does his thing but, but you don't see a lot of them out there i mean there's like one or two um you know and and so yeah i can see like this being kind of a you know uh it, well it's it's more than just youtube like you said it's tw- it's twitch you know so which you know a lot of people, their substitute for using YouTube now is to go to Twitch. You know, so it's like, yeah, it can be, it can be pretty devastating to yeah. the ga- it, it, more so to the gaming community who I think relies on these, um, the streamers to kind of, you know, kind of influence people to play their games and stuff. You know, so,
2: mm-hmm.
0: so game sales could go down. Probably not Nintendo, because, you know, Nintendo's Nintendo, but, you know.
2: <laughs> actually, uh, funny you mentioned that. Nintendo actually shut down their creator's program. They're like, hey, we're good with YouTubers now. Go ahead, oh, have whoa, fun. Really? Go ham. They actually did that. Oh, wow. That's interesting.
0: Because mm-hmm. I thought they were, like, being, like, all kind of, you know, really strict about it. They didn't want you They were to, initially.
1: Uh, they they wanted... I know they wanted to cut. You might know more, uh, Negative Pro, about this than I do.
2: Yeah, they wanted a cut. Hmm. They different. wanted a cut. They, it was like a flat percentage.
1: Would... I forget. It was crazy though. I know that much. Hmm.
2: Yeah, and it it wasn't really like it wasn't like it wasn't really the cut that was the problem. The problem was the process.
3: Hmm.
2: So oh, okay. you had to up, you had to upload the video first. Mm-hmm. Then they claim it. Then you have to go onto their site, send them the foot, s- send them the video details, and then you have to wait. And then you have to sit back and wait for like a week or so.
1: Whoa. Yeah. That's a lot of loopholes, or a lot of hoops to jump through just to get money taken away.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, just to get to get your money back. Oh, to get it back. Even worse. Guys, remember, YouTube will... Remember, Nintendo would claim the whole video, so they would still get the revenue.
0: Then you get the check in the mail.
1: <laughs> Jesus, that sounds like stealing. It... It... It, it kind of is, in a sense. Because, like, you're putting all the work as a creator to make this thing, and you happen to be using... You know, that's like saying you made a video with an iPhone, and Apple gets to keep the revenue from that video because you use their tech.
2: Exactly. It, at least, yeah. that like, makes sense to me. Like, I'm just going to say this right now. Politics suck. <laughs> <laughs> you're not yeah, a...
0: Bureaucracy sucks, too. You know, and mm-hmm. lawyers suck, because you know, that's mm-hmm. the ones that make all the rules. So it's yeah yeah I... well one last piece of uh, HCC news to come out today was Gilly announced that she will not be back for HCC 2019 First again for yeah this one I think this one's a permanent one I mean, to me like you know when I think HCC I think I think Gilly because she was like working it um her and Zoya you know they would they would get up in the middle of the night to cast those Chinese events and stuff like really? you know Yeah, I mean, before there was HTC, it was like, you know, volunteers like Zoya, Solid Jake, you know, Gilly, a number of other, probably Jay hal too, uh, Kendrick Swish, Mm -hmm. you know, those guys, um, all just like volunteering and just, you know, trying to produce content and get interest in professional Heroes of the Storm. So, you know, I mean, having her, I mean, change is good. I mean, you know. Uh, you know, you have to have that rotation. But she was notably the only woman caster, you know, I mean, next to Vandy, who appeared in a mid-season brawl, you know. So, I mean, and heck you, which, once again, mid-season brawl. So, I mean, you know, I think...
2: And that applies to not just Heroes of the Storm. That can apply to, like, multiple games because you don't see that many female casters in general.
1: Right. No, you really don't. Which I
0: don't
2: really understand why.
0: And the thing is, is that the t- some of the top streamers in HTC or for Here's the Storm are women. So I mean, you know, I think that.
2: Yeah, Kyberries, yeah, All that. Other- just,
0: yeah, there's a ton of them up there. You know that they get a lot of views, and I think I hope that they do. I hope, if anything, they bring Vandy on if they, if she's available. But she lives in You know, she lives in Australia, so it's like, mm-hmm. I think she did a great job on the caster desk, and you know, so I, you know, if. We can't have Gilly, you know. Hopefully, we'll get you know just as good a replacement. But to me, you know, she is like the HTC, you know. So not being there, kind of like you know, it you know, HTC not going to be HTC twenty nineteen is not going to be the same for me. Now, granted, she wasn't there the full season, and I didn't, you know, it's not like I noticed it totally. But I mean, I did enjoy it when she was there, you know. I I, I enjoy it because she, I know she's working hard, right? You know, she's putting in the effort. She's not mailing mm-hmm. it in. And same with j Hall, he puts it in too. You know, he, he's constantly streaming now. You know, so you know, I, res- you, I respect the casters who actually play the game, and uh, you know, and take the time to understand it to a, a deeper level than you yeah.
1: know.
2: I think for know, just me, the personality, it, it, just who you see. You can more. learn a thing or two, Trixler. That's mm-hmm.
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Trixler plays, but you know, he's a little salty. So you know,
2: like, I just like yeah. to, I'm, ju- you know, I joke.
0: Yeah, I like I kid, I kid, I kid. I kid. <laughs> like,
2: I, I, for me, is like,
1: like again back to the EU stuff. I I always I've watched Calor and Tricks the entire time, and that mm-hmm. that's like, for me, that's the voice of HGC to yeah. me, right? Jai is good too, and so is Dread but the, I just yeah. don't watch enough of it to to have that like connection. Plus the banter of EU is just next level.
0: Yeah, I mean they got a really good center. You know they got yeah. their, their kind of the the synergy, the natural chemistry, and yeah. you know they play off each other's jokes. You know, I mean it just it's same. You
1: know, so it's like hanging out with you know, friends.
0: <laughs> so when you get a new caster, that's kind of narrating. Now, granted, how much of it do you watch? Well, you only see this usually during if you watch them live. You don't see it very much if you're just watching vods. You might mm. see like the intro and stuff like that, but. You know, but yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that does keep you somewhat interested. And stuff. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I hope, you know, hope that the casting crew is just as good for North America as it's been in the past. And that's one of the things, you know, if there's a, is there something that LDAP's worried about? That would be it. The caster are going to be crap. Yeah. It's like, if the yeah. caster's are crap, I'm not going to watch probably.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's the many things on your list.
0: Yeah. Uh. The one thing I, and we were talking about this last, uh last episode is the one thing i think blizzard has done a good job of is trying to lure us into watching live streams and stuff with the twitch drops mm-hmm. and stuff like that i think that 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 approach has been somewhat successful and i think it's being replicated now by league of legend so you know um i don't know if they they give loot boxes wait, for watching wait does they do
2: places. twitch drops let me check i don't they know do if they a, do. th-
0: what they do do is they if you they do a monthly uh
2: um, i believe
0: yeah, yeah you get something like if you for your twitch hmm. prime account you know uh yeah, but yeah, they don't do the drop checks. They don't need to probably. <laughs> like, they don't need to bribe uh, you know six million people to watch their streams. <laughs> they already got the capture audience, but
2: I wish there was like what? I wish there was a filter for Twitch drops on this thing because it would make things easier to figure out which ones be are doing cool, drops. Like,
1: yeah, because you could that'd be cool little thing that Twitch could do where they just say games with drops available mm. rather than being <laughs> tied to a community.
2: Didn't StarCraft 2 have, like, drops for a long time?
0: Yeah, I don't know what you get in StarCraft. I mean, maybe some, like, portraits or something. <laughs> I think they,
2: they started doing, like, loot, They started doing like a loot system similar to uh, what Heroes is doing. Oh, really? really? Yeah, so, like, unit you cosmetic. Should know
1: you've been st- playing StarCraft. Uh,
0: yeah, I think they give you portraits or something. That's like portrait
2: skins
0: for, well, like, certain uh, units. Yeah, you're right. They did do that. They did uh, give you um for the 20th anniversary if you watched during the um the 20th anniversary streams they gave you like an overlay you know like um oh
2: okay
0: yeah and then you got a couple icons like yeah you know, apparently Witcher
2: 3 has Twitch drops hey, is that new <laughs> I didn't know that no it's like I'm just browsing like I'm just browsing like yeah, the Twitch like what menus kind of drop, right
1: now? what Twitch drops are you going to get for Witcher going <laughs> to give you free armor <laughs> <laughs>
0: extra, extra, lives. <laughs>
1: extra lives. Extra lives. Yeah. Extra save. Extra points. Yeah.
0: It's so extra. I mean, I don't you know, so yeah, so with uh Gilly announcing uh she won't be back, um you know, it does leave a I think a sizable hole in the casting crew. I mean, yeah, Jay Hal, they're there, but um you know, who else? You know, I mean yeah. we don't, and we have no confirmations. I I think Probably this weekend we'll probably get a picture of what the HTC is going to look like. Probably I think, Friday. Of, I feel
1: like Friday yeah. makes sense
2: as a post. Yeah, uh, maybe I should update my resume. <laughs> yeah,
1: you should. You, you, uh, <laughs> you want never to know. To. I mean, I'm Was, surprised. Um, yeah. Good. No, you're good.
0: Yeah. Uh, one of the things I did notice is that uh, StarCraft did announce that they're going to be in Poland, uh, <coughs> uh in 2019. So, what's it? I forget the Polish city. Uh, cap, Ka- cap. Ka- Starts with a K, Krakow, um, Krakow or whatever. Where, where they had the um, midseason brawl last year, they're going back there in, in in March. I think it is March or April. Cool. Um, hmm. So most likely there will be also a land event for HTC as well. So, so I mean, but that you know, they only announced StarCraft. They didn't announce HTC yet, but that's what they did last year. So I assume it's going to be the same this year. Hmm. That's my thing. If like you asked me, like if they did do a circuit, you know, I would, I mean, right now everything's done over, you know, uh, the internet, you know, mm-hmm. for, until you have the LAN events. If they had a circuit, I would hope that that would be more LAN oriented, you near know, zero ping play and stuff. And I've listened to some of the, um, some of the podcasters and, and they talked about, you know, BlizzCon and how, you know, the players themselves are somewhat training themselves to have latency. When they play like online, right? So when they get into BlizzCon, it's a little bit different because they have a zero, you know, a zero ping. So all their abilities go That's off as weird. soon
2: as they cast. Yeah, so it, it's like they have to, yeah, so they have to like readapt themselves, and that can yeah. be quite frustrating.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm sure it's not as it's not as bad as I'm trying to make it, but you know, it does affect your play. It plays
1: faster, if anything. You know, I mean, it's so. like having different shoes if you're a basketball player or any other <laughs> athlete.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to like get used to the. Yeah, you have to get used to like stuff, or like when you're playing, or like when you're play or like Super Bowl, like when you finally get walk into the dome, you have to get used to that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So if they went to a more circuit route where they had more in person events, I would you know, definitely be happy about that. But I don't see that happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, North America, no. you got go to go BlizzCon. Europe, you got go to go.
2: Russia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the mo- the problem is the money's not there yet
1: yeah, yeah. I, mean, I
0: i was talking i was talking to eric you know the whole um you know what's it uh uh heroes of the dorm mm-hmm. you know which is collegiate you know i would i like in my area in north you know i live on the east coast you know in maryland you know where we have like six colleges that all compete in this i would love it for them to have a regional you know <laughs> i would go yeah you know, I mean, maybe would so cool. be
2: yeah. I thought about you know, like trying to do it, start, it myself. <laughs> yeah, if they, start, if they start doing regional Heroes of the dorm stuff, then, yeah, like, start a whole new league, like st- like a college football thing. Like, right. I'd hmm. be down for that. I think they yeah. can easily yeah.
1: adapt it to some sort of, like, even, like, a league system by town. Like, they do it for kind of like Overwatch League, but more widespread
2: and less big mm-hmm. money. <laughs> Apparently Canada is now in Overwatch League.
0: Yeah. Really? Well, one of the things about Overwatch League is right now it's still internet based, right? Where the mm-hmm. matches are in, the, or they were, the, they go to LA and, and have the matches there, right? Right. What's going to happen is I think in 2020, all the professional teams that have signed up, you know, they pay a pretty hefty price for a franchise. Right. Um, they're supposed to all build arenas, esport arenas. And then they will have like Philadelphia versus, you know, Washington. There's going to be a match there, and then, you know, you can go up to Philly or D.C. to watch your match in person. So I think that that's one of the things that the Overwatch League is going to bring to it, the regional events and stuff. So they're trying to get – I mean, if you look at it right now, if you look at football, you know, there's not a lot of people going to the games anymore. There's The tickets sell because corporations buy them, but no one's really going to the game. They're watching it on, you know, on in their couches and stuff. So, I think
1: people are more into the fantasy now than the actual games themselves. What's,
0: well, the one thing about professional sports, there's a lot of downtime between innings and, and quarters and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Esports, you know, I've, I've been to a few Red Bull, like, StarCraft events. The downtime is not that noticeable, you know. It, but the it is a long day, though. I mean, you know, I started, like, I remember the one, I went up to New York, which was the uh, Battlegrounds. It was a two-day event. It started, like, around noon and didn't get over until about 8 o'clock. So, you know, think about that, the, the number, because they have to go through, it's, a you know, it's a, it's a, it's elimination, you know, with a loser's bracket and stuff. It's yeah. a long day. My one friend's like, my eyes are bleeding. <laughs> Just,
2: I've been, I, I went, to, I went to the Heroes of the Dorm, uh, I think, it, uh, the one that was in the Washington State, it was, I think that was 2016.
0: Yeah. Oh, you got to go, cool.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I went there, I got the Asmodung skin and everything.
1: Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, so was that? yeah was, I, I didn't
2: have that much I didn't have that much downtime either. Like it was just everybody was having fun.
0: Yeah, I mean I've been to BlizzCon twice and you know I saw both of the um, the championships yeah. they've had there. I saw when CloudNet when yeah. Connet,
2: when, you know, yeah, let's hear them Thunder stacks.
0: <laughs> it, yeah, I mean it's an event. Yeah, it's something like, you know, I, I remember when i went to my first one i was like why am i doing this you know i' a drug a friend with me so it's like
2: but, it was, but, i think it was much more major f- to make sure like everything was going well because that was like the first time like uh heroes was on espN hmm? when they did a 2016 dorm
1: yeah oh you're right
0: i thought there was a i mean i think it was pretty one-sided the matches weren't like you know the first se- seasons matches weren't it was pretty much one-sided, right? Like, there was a lot of 3-0, 4-0s. Um, wasn't a lot of back and forth, if I recall. I mean, yeah. better team just won. <laughs> so I was like, okay. We're...
2: All the more reason why I think they need to start doing more regional stuff, just even it out. Get, like, the entire audience working on it. Like, yeah. the problem, though, is that, well, well, what it just comes down to the fact that it's not a popular enough game. True. I mean, that- like, I was just, I was playing some Hero League earlier, and I was chatting with a few of my Discord buds, and they're like, when I mentioned Heroes of the Storm, I'm like, wait, that game's still alive?
0: Yeah. Well, yes, things tend to kind of self, prop, you know, prop, uh, propagate, you know, with regards to people dead games, but there's just so many games out there now. I was about know? to say the same
1: thing. Like, you can't. There's so many games out there that it's so hard to be like
2: <laughs> no for all of them, right?
0: Right. It just seems. I mean. And for me, yeah. it's like, you know, out of MOBAs, I'm like, well, I'm not going to play League of Yeah, Legends.
2: <laughs> just... hey, a- yeah, I know what you mean. Hey, Eric, quick, name every single Battle Royale that's been named. named.
1: <laughs> I mean, you're like looking at at least four. I only know two of them, PUBG and Fortnite. And there's like, whoa, a... I royale, was like, Clash Royale, and then there's hmm. the one they added recently. Clash Royale's a card game. No, not Clash Royale. I know I messed it up. I can't remember Realm the name Royale. Of it.
2: There it is. You're thinking like, of Realm Royale.
1: Yep, the one where you turn into a chicken when you die. <laughs>
2: That's I, I never actually played it. I didn't know that was a thing when you die.
1: Yeah, and it makes this weird bok bok bark, bark noise, and it's hilarious. But it's totally not. It's really clunky as a game. And yeah,
2: it's not popular, but at least they they have their own style to it, and oh, it's yeah, still they, relatively active.
1: Yeah, but I just don't know like. To me, like, part of it is, the, the, the what annoys me is people's sentiment to say, oh, that's a dead game. Like, I just think that's stupid. I just think it's totally not worth even mentioning that. Like, oh, I don't play that game. Like, that's more, that's more productive than saying a game is dead. Like, just because you don't play it doesn't mean it's dead.
2: Yeah. Hmm. I mean, look at us.
1: Right. I mean, if you look at the Heroes community in general, like... Heroes hearth is an amazing example literally a company slash website that is built around a single quote unquote dead game yeah. and it's being profitable and making splashes as like its own entertainment company so hey more power to them <laughs> yeah i can i
2: can i can just imagine like all of the battleborn fans just smiling at us
1: <laughs> i mean battleborn 2 is another one I played that game before the the royale version of it came out and I liked it. It was fun, but it just didn't have enough depth to
2: keep me interested for long enough. That's uh, no, That's Battle Right you're thinking of. Oh
1: God damn it, man! There's so many mm. too. There's too many battles in one. In too many game names.
2: Battleborn was the game that got that got quote unquote killed by Overwatch.
1: Yes. Yes. No, oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the one that was like a copy, right? <laughs> it looked like a straight up copy.
2: It was Gearbox's attempt at like making a MOBA style shooter. Yes,
1: I know exactly which one you're talking about now.
2: Hey,
0: guys, I got an idea. Let's throw a lot of money into something and then we're going to get counterfeited within a week, whenever we actually this. Smart. <laughs>
2: hey, I got this new anime plot. Uh Oh, Uh oh, <laughs> don't worry. I'm not going to pitch it to you.
1: <laughs> not yet. <laughs> well,
0: like I said, you know, here's the thing, though. Would *Hears of the Storm be as popular without the
1: HTC? Mm. Huh.
2: I don't think so. I, I, Negative? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, let me ask. Let me remind. I need to ask this question again. Didn't hero Didn't HTC air used to air on a Disney XD at a time?
1: I think so. Yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah.
2: Because I feel like that also had a uh, an impact of it. Because like, hey, it helped promote kids to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to be fair, we. have and to be fair, like that's something we we can say is an accomplishment. We've beaten we've beaten League of Legends to being on live TV, yeah. Compared to like, I mean, Dota did it first, but we came in second on that aspect, right? So yeah. that that's still an achievement.
0: <clears throat> but what I'm trying to say is, like, if HEC doesn't exist in 2020, does it matter? You know, I mean, we <laughs> assume it matters because. you know, uh, you know, you got to have a pro scene. You got to have this, you got to keep the fans interested. But Mm -hmm. the reality is fans don't play at pro levels. And one of the things we're dealing with right now is balance, right? And trying to balance this game for the casual players and the professional players. And maybe this, you know, I mean, I do want an HTC. I think it's a great idea, but maybe we're, you know, forcing something if it's not as popular and it costs too much. I'd rather see them... I'd rather see them put more effort into making player leagues, you know, or you know, <clears throat> leagues for us to play in, you know, like bowling leagues or something like yeah. that, versus watching some pro team try to, you know, try to and, and fall apart mid-season if they, you know, one of their players leaves. Yeah, well, so. yeah start
2: a mi- start a minor league series. <clears throat> Yeah. well, and they have these, they
0: do have
1: And with such high stakes, too, I mean, right, we like were talking about the <clears throat> sponsoring stuff where teams don't want to sponsor because it just costs too much money, or, or the opportunity cost of it, it doesn't pay for itself, right? Uh, like like you are well, saying, but, the minor league would be cool with where... Well, they... They
0: build the tools in the game itself, and let right. the leagues build themselves, you know, don't, <clears throat> you know, I mean, why do you have to build an artificial element to it, mm-hmm. you know, just... I mean, I think it was their cutting... It was their kind of, like, their sounding board, their kind of, like, their prototyping their, you know, to before they had Overwatch, right? Yeah. And I do think... And I think the announcers and stuff, you know, they play the game, so they are very intimate. So I think it's different between Overwatch. When I watch the Overwatch folks, I'm like, do they really play the game that much? It's like... They just seem like personalities, you know, versus, like, actual players. And so... Yeah,
2: we we have a better case on that, because we've... Because like most of the casters are people who have done streaming for Heroes yep. of the Storm for a while now,
0: mm-hmm. and you know, there, some of the other podcasters do have their own leagues. There's Bush League, you know. There's the Podcaster League, you know. So there is like, you know, if they would put the league tools in the game itself and let people, you know, cast there's their the own one
2: that, yeah. There's that league that uh, what's the that saw Jake made? What was yeah, Blood yeah, there is a- that was one of my favorites. Oh yeah, Bloodlust. Yeah.
0: That was, more like just Im- <laughs> that was more like an invitational, you know, than a than a league. You know, it was, yeah, it was, more it was, of like an a, it was a
1: weekend for fun and they ate hot peppers. And Zoya so hates hot peppers, and it was the funniest thing ever to see his face with Dunk Train. Yeah,
2: yeah and that's the thing that they did like a lot of funny stuff, like in between matches. Just, yeah, it's like but they, I mean, they were having a good time,
1: and that's
0: how StarCraft got started, even though you know, before the WCS, it was a circuit event, you know, they, they'd have these majors and. Points and then you would earn so many points and go to mm-hmm. BlizzCon, and you would play, right? But it was all circuit based. You know, you went to like GamesCon or you went to some PAX East or you know whatever the the, the regionals, had, and they that's where they would have these things.
2: Yeah, I remember they had very... the. I remember they had like the uh, semifinals for uh, one for one of the HCCs at PAX West, and I got to go see that. That was fun.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, they don't need this. I mean, like, if the league is not working, if the league approaches, if they're spending too much money and it's just not getting the views on Twitch, maybe just put the tools, build the tools, and let the let let us figure it out. You know, per yeah. se. And then, what cream rises to the top? That's the stuff that you kind of sift off and you promote and 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 you know let the other stuff lay
2: there. Yeah, let the community you know? let the community who is willing to get who is willing to help support the game do the work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if you gave opportunity to people like Solid Jake and stuff like that, who's already set up his own tournaments and mm-hmm. said, Hey, we're going to make amateur leagues. You guys do all the legwork, but the tools are in game for it to like already have spectator mode and stuff like that. He would easily jump on top of that easily. Oh Yeah. yeah.
0: The thing is, if they're and gonna like, pivot, if they're gonna pivot, right? They got to pivot gracefully. They can't just let it. They can't just let it blow up and, and walk away. They got to find. Well, you know what? We clearly feel, feel the fans need to kind of do this more than us. Well, maybe we were not doing it right. So we're mm. gonna give you the tools. they are gonna kind of do the Tom Sawyer kind of
1: like. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I mean, if, if <laughs> they said it like, "Hey, we tried it, and if we were not able to manage it well enough, let's let the community figure it out." And I would totally be okay with that.
0: Or just to say, we feel that the community is. This is a community sponsor this is we want the community mm-hmm. to kind of be the the you know and that'll be good you know mm-hmm. so um so yeah so that i think that was you know pretty interesting <clears throat> discussion that we, we like i told you negative we're, we're gonna tangent. so <laughs> you're <laughs> so warned. All, all this from gilly but uh i think <laughs> we've 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 worked through the news so much so now you would like to get into the what we call the hero lab and reason why we brought Negative Pro on the show is Negative likes to create content guides, but with a bit of pizzazz. And so... More like, Lisa... Yeah, my <laughs> reason
2: why Orthia was, is a good example of that.
0: Yeah. It's informative. It's a guide on how to play Orthia. But it's also entertaining and, you know, a bit of a rant.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like I complain, like, what's busted about her, what's what does not work with her... Like,
0: basically, you you pull all the energy from Reddit and then you focus it into a video.
2: <laughs> I haven't touched. Funny part is, I didn't even look at the Reddit that time for what I did. That <laughs> That's amazing. That was that one was all my own energy. <laughs> yeah. So, no, so but you you felt yeah. Orpheus not worthy of a spirit bomb.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bringing yeah. the anime references into into the podcast.
0: <laughs> so, how how much have you played Orpheus before you actually decided to create a video?
2: I follow like the rank. I follow like uh, the rank requirements rules. So it's like I don't. So it's like I don't start like writing the scripts or anything like that until like I get the hero to at least level five or maybe six. Mm-hmm. So I follow that requirement. It's because it's a requirement that I've always felt like is good. Because then you finally like get the time to actually learn the hero compared to like doing like what most people would do in, say, League, where they would... You would, like, hey, sweet, I got the new hero that I've never played before. I'm going to play it and get a free win. No, it doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one of the... Like, when I heard about that new level requirement rule for the rank, it's like, I think that's what fully made me transition from League to Heroes of the Storm, finally.
1: Really? That's interesting. But it kind of mm-hmm. makes sense, though, because I, when I played League, I think it was, like, two, three months ago when they added Pike into the game and everyone would just play him even in the wrong lane.
2: Exactly. It's and like, it's
1: like the most annoying thing ever. It's like, why would you play a hero that it's not even designed for that, but you're going to try it anyway. It's just because you want to try him out. Like, bleh. And, uh, to
2: be fair, I'm to be fair. To be fair. I kind of do that with heroes too. I mean, I'm the guy who I'm literally the guy who told, who literally suggested one of the builds in my movie video was to build her like a tank.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean I, I think to some degree, like we were talking about before, like the, the whole what is it called, tier list doesn't matter or it's stupid, and we kind of started doing that too, like right now the bands, at least in Tierium League in our range is everyone bans Asmodan Mephisto, and then it's kind of like, maybe Orphea not really, and then some other good band, probably geared toward the map just then, to be
0: clear, we don't ban Mephisto, we ban Marganas.
2: <laughs> sorry, did I say Mephisto?
0: <laughs> yes, you did.
1: Uh,
2: God dang it. They're, many, qu- they're both demons, we can't tell which. Too many too many M's and
1: too many letters that seem the same. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. But anyways, like, so we just stopped doing that altogether and started banning, like, just solid, you know, mid-tier picks, like Johanna's, Varian's, things like that that are not, like, they're good, but they're not, like, first-ban worthy kind of, like... They're not things you'd automatically pick, but they're like in our range that it's kind of like, oh, these are likely to get picked, so might as well ban one of those to like throw people off, and it's yeah, throw
2: people off, Force them to play a hero that they're not used to.
1: Right, exactly. Or like ban Diablo because like, even though he's like kind of middle now, but he's still like good enough that if a good Diablo plays him, and he's just like always picked, most of the time that you can kind of get rid of him. Or Artanis even because people like playing him too. Speaking, but... I'm
0: gonna segue real quick. Speak. uh oh Uh, speaking go ahead
1: no I was saying uh oh because I was having the coffin now you have it (laughs) oh now it's spraying through the microphone (laughs) I I think I think he's dying so we'll we'll give him a second
0: speaking of Diablo there you go I'm back kind of drinks one of the things I discovered in quick match because I was playing Alarak this week when Diablo takes breath of fire all you have to do with they, All you have to do with uh, Alarak is walk up to him and put you know, what's it, his heroic dissidence? It is the one where he, like, the you like counterattack re- one. The count, yeah, the counterattack one. <laughs> and you just killed Diablo <laughs> He's breathing yeah. fire, and you're like, you just turn it, you know, you turn in that solid like deflect color yeah. and you just go yeah. dead.
1: <laughs> Protected, by the way, that's the technical term.
0: Yeah, this is fucking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> and You kill the guy behind him too. <laughs>
1: And then you can also heal yourself if you E the person behind Diablo.
0: (laughs) It's just hilarious when you do that. It's like, that's the one you just want to... It's like, oh, that's a good counter to Diablo. (laughs) All right, back into the regular flow of talking about Negative Pro and his one in Nexus (laughs) 101.25. (laughs) Have you
1: interrupted that broadcast?
2: (laughs) Alrighty. So when I go into my mindsets for when I'm making these, it's like, okay... I will read up on the hero, like figure out, like I go onto Hero's Heart to see like what people are recommending builds wise. I would use hot, I I would use hot logs, but at the same time, I I'd like to keep my video, my computer virus free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Is that still a thing? Yeah.
0: Are you talking about the uploader? <laughs> or are you just talking about the number of ads they throw on your site <laughs> when you go?
2: Uh, let's uh. Let's go with both. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is I don't use, um, I don't use uh, that site. I use the other sites that are based off of um, uh, uh, HOTS API. Um, so wait, we, a
2: wait, wait, we finally have an API? Different. <laughs>
1: different yeah, <names>. it's,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's a different, it's an open source API where you, you can get an uploader and upload to this kind of generic uh, a uh, place to put your replays at. And then there are sites that will pull data from them and produce different views of that data. Um, it's not as much as... Um, uh,
2: it's the closest you know. thing we're ever going to get.
0: Right. I mean, HotsLogs has got kind of a monopoly because the pro players all put their data there and stuff. And But you'll notice, like, whenever I post a Heroes guide, I'm always saying upload to hotsapi.net um, because it is, you know, there's a lot of mobile clients and, you know, stuff that you know you can use. And the data, you know, it's not that far off, you know, per se. I mean, it, it's data, right? It's just it's you know it has less just a little bit less um, numbers than the, the ones that get a hot um, so I mean and the reason you know I don't use the, the hot slog uploader, it's terrible because it opens up a browser session. And you know, it, it, depending on the browser you open, it needs resources because if you don't have a paid subscription, you're gonna get all their ads. So if you like play six matches, it's going to open six windows all with their ads, just sapping your CPU. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't use that uploader at all.
2: Hmm. I don't have, I don't even use, I don't use uploaders in the first place just because they're kind of unnecessary in a sense. Hmm. Like
0: you can try it. Yeah, if you want if you do want to put your stuff up there, you can just drag and drop if you want to.
2: (laughs) Yeah, true. Hmm.
0: Why use a, I use an application? Hmm. I'm not sure if you're a Mac user. It's called Heroes Match Tracker. It's a it's on GitHub. You can download it, and basically, it's like a you basically let you visualize your replays locally, so you don't have to upload them. But you can upload them to hotsapi.net, which will then transfer it over to <laughs> Hot dogs. So, so like when Eric's like, you know, when we play a match, I can tell who's if we played against that team previously by just you know pulling up my um, uploader and just looking at yeah. the. Oh, that's
1: the a hacker. Basically, is what you're telling you, mm-hmm. he cheats. <laughs> he, he tells us who's better he's mm. like hey that guy's actually diamond and you're like oh great there's an, yeah there's
0: another utility that, so one <laughs> of the things the
2: hot slogs so it's used to, so it's the heroes of the storm Lulking, basically
0: yeah basically and the one of the things that um hot used to do was also when you did before the match it would pop up a screen showing you uh the mmr of the players right you know the match um I that, that was one of the features I did like about the uploader, but because I don't like the uploader at all, I stopped using it and I missed it. There's actually an open source version of that um, kind of like preview of the match before while on the load screen um, that you can also use if you really like that as well. If you want to know who's got more MMR or something like that,
2: I don't like. I don't like to do that just because. Like I feel no, like you're right. ex- <laughs> you're exploiting. <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe. It's not against the terms of services, so, yeah. but I don't—I haven't really been doing that lately. Been playing Sacks, so we just play. Yeah, one. terms of
2: services. One thing I wanted to do is like record myself like doing announcer pack line. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: So back to your your
1: video process. Let's. <laughs> Man, we just ranted <laughs> like crazy.
2: So yeah, Usually, like, I'll just start like writing up the scripts while I'm like queuing up for the quick matches with that hero, just so I can understand and. The playstyle much better while I'm writing up. I can make quick edits while I, if I make any mistakes. Mm-hmm. And then usually after that, what I'll do is, um, after I get the script finished, if I, if, uh, if Blizzard didn't do a patch making all the replays of that last re- of my last few games from playing with that hero, then I will use those to record it. But if it does patch and then they become old files, then I have no choice. But uh, like make new ones, because yeah. archived, archived replays from past patches they don't support UI mods. Hmm. Oh from really? From like Observer, yeah, they don't. Like all these uh, Observer UI, which like a lot of esports people use and such like that. Right. There's no support for that for mod, for uh, replays from older patches. It has to be the newest patch.
1: That's kind of annoying and frustrating.
2: It is, because it means, like, ah, shoot, Blizzard (laughs) update. Now i got to go do it all over again.
1: Yeah, you have to just, like, rebuild it instead of just applying a patch to the...
0: Yeah, because then your match doesn't look natural (laughs) either, right? Because you have the bars and stuff that are not part of the game.
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, And sometimes, like, whenever, like, whenever, like, all these UI mod glitches, I will always, like, make a joke on, like, my videos. Like, I've done that, I think, with Valera once. Hmm. Where like the core health bars were showing up for some reason. Hmm.
1: So like turning off the UI in in, uh, the videos, the replays is not standard. There's a mod that you have to put in.
2: Uh, Yeah, you can in a sense hide. The way how the hiding UI works is very awkward.
1: Yeah, that's what I noticed because I couldn't figure out how to do it myself.
2: (laughs) Yeah, nope. You you have to mod it. That's dumb. Yeah. One of the things that I. There are a few annoying processes because, like, you have to, like, keep an eye on some stuff whenever I'm doing that process. After that, it's like. After I get, like, my voice lines recorded and all that, too, with mm-hmm. the gameplay, then I'm just all set, just get everything, like, done. I, whenever I do, like, I'm trying to decide, like, what scenes to use from my replays, what I'll end up do is I'll look at team fights that I win or small, quick skirmishes. Um usually I will cut out stuff that are scenes that I die, obviously.
1: Yeah. Or unless you're trying to make a point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: <clears throat> unless you're unless you're trying to make uh like you're just trying to cut out long pauses and things like that, I would assume.
2: Yeah, like because you're cutting out long pauses along with uh like Wait, it's like one of the things that I hate when I'm doing like the recording slash editing process of like cutting out the footage is like um after I die, I'm just like, just like sitting there on my chair, just like waiting for me to respawn.
0: Right. right. Do, 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 do do Six hours later.
2: Yeah, you just have your camera floating around the map
1: somewhere and you're just watching them. You're like, yeah, people are doing things. I'm not doing nothing. Yeah. Well,
0: the one thing that your videos all have is this very, dis- this um, consistent style of fine art. You, did you go to Juilliard or something to create these like these uh, splash
2: screens and stuff? Oh, like little cartoons and such that I do. Yes, yes. I th- that's all like my <laughs> own style.
0: <laughs> I like it though. It's like you, it is your style. I mean, like every video, it's got you know. But did you do you like do it in like a computer animation or do you actually go through and like go to a chalkboard and do it and take a picture of it?
2: I draw drawing tablet. Really yeah like uh the thumbnail like uh, the thumbnail art for the orphea one that was yeah. i completely hand drew that well one of the reasons why i go for like the chalkboard style it's like even though it is like a little sloppy and cartoony it no, fits it's the style of yeah, the yeah. theme of my channel so right yeah it, it becomes in a sense its own like unique art
0: <laughs> i like it though i think it's funny
2: yeah it's like it it's cartoony, but it doesn't like it's not like a car bought knockoff in a sense. No, no, no. no it's, it's, de-
1: it's, not, it's not like comic book esque.
2: It like, it, it's, it's like a school.
0: It's like something you would see a teacher write on a chalkboard. Yeah.
2: <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm aiming for. Yeah. Like, th- in my opinion, like, this is all like the way I, all my drawing stuff, like, if I ever got popular enough, this would probably be stuff you'd see as like sprays or profile pictures for. Yeah. In the great in the game. Yeah, you definitely could.
0: So, like, how did you come up with the term Nexus 101.5? I, was, I mean, that was, was
2: literally
1: going to be my next question. I see I was
0: reading it. it now. Was,
2: <laughs> I I really wanted to go with like a simple Nexus 101, but it's like it just felt too cliché for me.
0: Do you ever think it sounds like a radio
2: station? <laughs> oh, you have no flipping idea. I've gotten that comment like a couple times, actually. Hey,
1: you already have a name for your podcast. It's already there. This <laughs> is 101.5. <laughs> it's a Screw podcast.
2: That. It's a podcast where I diss on heroes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we have smooth jazz.
2: <laughs> and I'm... too many anime references.
1: <laughs>
2: There's never enough anime
0: references.
2: <laughs> uh... OK, what's uh, uh, Shoot. Does that mean I have to cut out that scene where I was going to reference the JoJo dance?
0: No.
1: <laughs> no, you don't have to cut anything because the podcast is basically as live as it gets without being live.
0: <laughs> <laughs> get up and go to the bathroom in the middle of the
1: podcast.
0: <laughs> we have high production standards here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I call it, I think, conversation.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And we also, like, I think one of the outputs of this is, like, we inspire each other to play more. And, you know, I think that's one of the aspects of it. You know, that's why we do it. We just, like, here's the storm. And we, like, I mean, like, I've always been a fan of the other podcasters. And I'm thinking, well, you know, what do I, what what uniqueness do I bring? And I'm like, well, I'm a moderator for Reddit. So I get to see every all the shit posts out there and figure <laughs> out which ones are good and which ones are bad. Yeah, and
2: just an joke on everyone's controversy. Yeah. Yeah, Pretty much. I think that's one. I think that's probably what <clears throat> the niche is that you like. You laugh about the news reports, junk, and like all the controversial things that the community's ranting about.
0: Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons why I like what you do is because every, like I said, everyone makes these serious you know, YouTube videos where they're kind of ranting hero but you know it's kind of like just it's a recipe <laughs> it's like they're reading off a recipe you go the extra mile and kind of make it entertaining and you know have those weird references and sound bites and you know it's rather fun you know what i mean and i and it's obviously you put a lot of work into it you know it's you know i mean yeah even for something that's supposed to be you know like a joke it's it's pretty serious stuff you know i mean mm-hmm. with regards to you know production and you know i don't see a lot of i mean there's like one other youtube Youtuber that does something similar for Heroes of the Storm, where he takes there's anime clips and puts them together.
1: Um, Hawkray oh, and I think Ray. You know were talking. Yeah,
2: yeah. He, we actually are connected with each other. Like he commented on my late on the Orphea video recently. Oh,
1: really? That's awesome. Mm. He's hilarious. Yeah, his nazebo video is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> his favorite video of mine is uh, the Probius one.
1: Oh, I, yeah, I definitely gotta fun. watch that one.
2: Oh, you're in for a treat.
1: Beep, bop, <laughs> Beep, bop, <boof>. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Have you ever thought of making, like, your your sound bites into, like, a, a song?
2: Uh, a mean, like one of those stupid, like, cu- you mean, like, one of those stupid, like, uh, mix match and then just make a music out of it?
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> I've considered it. I'm more better at doing parody, though. Right, like yeah. um. You can always hire like, someone uh, else to do it. <laughs> like, one thing I remember doing is, uh, like, I remember, like, uh, when I did uh, my Kael'thas video, mm-hmm. oh, I remember, yeah. like, I, like, did, like, my own improv, like, parody ri- doing of a uh, Fresh, Pin- Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, this is a story all about how your world got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a moment, <laughs> just sit right there while I DEQ and send your ashes into the air.
1: Hey, that's pretty good. <laughs>
2: funny one is I actually started like thinking of ways to do a full song of that after I uploaded that video
1: more power to you! that's awesome like one of our things we do is always make up names for heroes so (laughs) at least this is like back in the like right after the game kind of went live and so we would call like KT uh salami <laughs> Salami like, a Yeah, exactly. Or we would just like make up stuff like Sylvan, Sylvanus was Sylvan, and we call like, oh, she's gonna get learned today, like Sylvan <laughs> Learning Center. <laughs> just like we would just oh. make up these stupid names. Or Toronto was tranny for a while, which is totally not PC, but
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. We would just
1: make up d- just dumb names for every hero we could.
2: On I revenue. think I remember like I nicknamed. Uh... I think I remember like in my Valera video I nicknamed um ah damn it what's her <laughs> <sighs> This is going to bother you, you I, I nicknamed I remember I nicknamed Lunara laughing deer c word Oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: man
0: <laughs> Yeah I remember your Lunara video you know?
2: I I have I have nightmares of the uh
1: carbot Video of the laughing, just the the, the face that's rotating around. Ah, ah. That's my pri- that, <laughs> uh,
2: that's my primary spray on my mane right now.
1: I mean, that's totally one of the trolley ones, right? Like you gotta you gotta yeah. do it like that. Mm-hmm. Like 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 Myr- my Murden skin right now is Candy King Murden riding Wonder William. Wonder <laughs> William. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so, what I need you to do, negative, if you really want to do this song thing, is we every once in a while on Reddit, we'll get a, a Dear John letter. Dear dear Reddit community, I'm decided to quit the video game. <laughs> right. Here's my list of indulgences. And so, what, what was it like this week? I decided to, uh, I took the Mary Poppins, so long, or no, not Mary Poppins, um, the Sound of Music. So long, farewell, I'll be to say goodbye. <laughs>
1: cut through know, all the hero voice lines to try and make a farewell song.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what we need. It's like one of those ones and
1: just put it in there. And it ends, it ends with, well with, well met. Well met.
2: <laughs> and now, the, in every, and now, all the heroes of the storm singing the nations of the world.
0: just <laughs> so good. the, goodbye, the, the goodbye song. You know, basically, that's what we need. The yeah. goodbye song. I have an auto moderator. When they say that, you know, you say, okay, well, here's the auto monitor. <laughs> and and, you and you're leaving the video game. Well, we have a video for you.
2: <laughs> remember the stupid, uh, like, I remember, like, um, before Kelty's Eye came out, you had, like, uh, that one guy, like, whenever, during the Wednesday rant posts, mm-hmm. he would always post in all caps, Where's the Arch Lich of Ramis? Oh, my God. Yada, yada. yada. Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't remember that?
1: I don't. Yeah, yeah. I All don't the time, enough. but but Elda
2: probably the does. fact they they reference him in in his spotlight, which I think is hilarious. Did they really? Yeah. Yes, that's they awesome. did. healthy Arceus, Evax, Narmus, Yada. Yeah, I know. Hardstone, expert. Yep. As well, they got that on there, and it even became a one of his poke lines. That's it's like if that's not if like if you ever ask that if you ever say that like. Blizzard never listens to their community, I will pull up that spotlight in everything. <laughs>
1: Dude, just generally orc. There you go. Generally orc was huge. We had like a 10 minute discussion about how that was devs... a
2: day one buy
1: for me. I did too. But New York is also my favorites. Yeah. Bar of soap, instant mouth yeah. for most things.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like right into it while I collide into like your salty Abathur's mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, so I wanted to ask a quick question is what is your favorite hero in the game Because me and old Depp have definitely beat this to death on our own? <laughs>
2: so I'm curious what you'd have to say about it. uh, it was the first neck um my favorite hero was actually the first one I did a one oh one point five on, which is thrall, yeah. oh my God. <laughs>
0: Actually, it was funny because like I remember him, like he when I first like we became friends on Battlenet. I saw like he was like a level thirty five thrall. I'm like, wow, that's a pretty high level. Now I'm like level seventy eight. <laughs> it
1: like... It's really funny because he, I think our first episode of this podcast, we like talked about thrall for like thirty minutes because <laughs> it was about winning the solo lane at the time.
2: Yeah, yeah, thrall was the thrall was the master at that. For a while, and you,
0: you did a rework video too when he got his little bit of that was. If I remember correctly.
2: No, that was Zagara you're thinking of. Okay. I did this for all so, I did a couple so of times. So this. How, do you,
0: how do you deal with adversity, which is the reworks?
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, first things first, it's you like... you crying in your
0: pillows for, like, an hour after the rework. Yeah, comes is like because it's like, right
2: you now, you have to do it all <laughs> over again. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I am waiting. Like, I've had, like, some people asking, so when are you reworking Nazebo? Because, like, the Nazebo video was my most popular of the series. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The fact that he, he became, like, uh, i kid you not, Spider-Man, Spider-Naz, he became, like, a mascot of my channel, in a sense. That's amazing.
1: I love that name, by the way. I'm just picturing a Spider-Man costume for Nazebo
2: now. That's that's what I went with. <laughs> that is actually what I went with. That is literally on his thumbnail. It's literally just a sixty Spider-Man picture with Nazebo's face on it.
0: So, do you, like, could you, are your videos, like, are they in a way that if you wanted to go back in? The um, the updated information. Could you do that easily, or is it really just not possible?
2: It's 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 like whenever a hero reworks the playstyle, also slightly changes. So it mm-hmm. gets to the point where it's like I have to start a new one all over.
0: Okay. But you can't re- you can't recycle the jokes.
2: <laughs> I could. <laughs> I men, can recycle jokes. Like I've made. <laughs> I've made ours like like I've mentioned. Like no, I am not recycling this joke. I am not recycling this joke. I ended up recycling like. Half of the half of the jokes in the video still. Hmm. Yeah.
0: So, like you were saying, I think you were alluding to that you do draw like people viewing your videos. You do get the people that know it's parody, but then you get the the tryhards are like they don't get it. <laughs> is that is that is that a fair statement?
2: Well, it's more like the people who like correct whenever I say something. Okay. Oh god. Like the armchair quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> basically it's like no 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 no. Th- this is why you picked this talent this is why this talent's good uh, no 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 you re- you're you saying it wrong it actually does this
1: oh my god
2: and it's like I like that but at the same time I hate it right it's like I like it because like, it gives me like info on something that I didn't know so it's like I can't really be mad at that because I completely overlooked it <laughs> so it's like that's partially my fault yeah but at the same time, it gets so annoying that you just can't help but rant at it or just get yeah. salty about it. Yeah. It's, yeah, but in it, a sense, I mean, it's, I mean in a sense, it's still a learning experience.
0: Right. But for you, you're just trying to give people an idea like if they had no clue. First of all, you know, you're trying to just say they, the hero is pretty much overpowered. That's usually the, the premise of your, your video is the hero is overpowered because of the synergies between these this approach, right? Yeah, yeah. you're like, there might be a more optimal path. But generally speaking, you're kind of just pointing out the absurdities, right? You know, I mean that's generally, yeah. you know, how broken it is or how broken it can be, you know, that kind of stuff. That's generally, yeah. I mean,
1: yeah.
2: Or if, like, for example, Orpheus level seven stomp talent, the
1: stacking one or the reset. Yes,
2: yeah, the, the stack, stacking one. The stacking one is dumb. Ding, ding,
1: ding, we, we ding. my friend, like I said, who's the the Orpheus one trick. He, uh, we had a game. I think it was in quick match, and they had a murky. And so we just basically we decided that we didn't want to win anymore. We just wanted to see how high we could get him to stack the chomp bonus.
2: <laughs> and the, the, the weirder part is that um even though murky like even though like exp that murky gives is uh is we is is shorter, it still gives full stacks right on a hero kill with murky. Because yeah, it's still one a hero kill,
1: so it's like fifty extra
2: bonus damage or whatever that is. It's like dumb. it's uh twenty bonus damage. Okay.
1: Yeah, cuz it's 1 per minion, right? And then 20 per hero. Then
2: uh, it's 2 per 2 per, No, 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 I'm wrong. It no, I'm th- I'm, I'm thinking 20 stacks cuz it's 2 per oh, minion. Oh, okay. It's okay. 2 damage per stack. That's what I'm thinking. So gotcha. now it's 40 damage.
1: Okay, so I was right first. Mm. Cool. Yeah. So is this like crazy? And like I think you got it up to almost uh 1,200 damage by the end of that game. <laughs> per, per w <laughs> <laughs> not not so, a, not counting the spell
2: power buff at twenty and things like that. <laughs> oh god! Yeah. Do you, like, any I must ask: Was week. this before uh, they made it so like uh, the sixteen, like uh, E chomp talent? No, th-
1: this was like uh, this this week, like maybe Monday. Yeah.
2: Okay, so it was so it was before. Uh, so, so it was after like that change. Yeah, leadership. after
1: the double, the double chop. That was like a. I,
2: <laughs> I think it's one of the. Th- that's something I need to talk about. It's like um, good. One of the things that I've I've started doing, like Orphia was one of the few exceptions, but I've started a three month release rule on heroes I do videos on. Mmm. Because I, like the patch notes have always been getting in my way.
1: Right. Yeah, because if yeah, you,
0: you need some stability, be
2: Because that, you that before. first
1: balance patch could change things. That's so pretty drastic. Yeah. Like that—that that cooldown change is pretty big for a sixteen talent.
2: Exactly, and like that's one of the jokes. Like whenever, like, and if like a balance patch does happen for a hero that nope. was out for a long time <laughs> and it was out of the blue, I will just like, I will just take like, I'll just quickly like show a quick scene of like the patch shit cha- of like a, of like what I'm talking about. It. Like this oh give me a minute sorry <laughs> uh, so like after i've let's say i've already recorded all the lines like all the audio junk is done Yep. and then the balance patch hit what i do is i will talk about how something's broken and then if it got nerfed i will then just like cut away quickly show like a, a pi- the picture of like the nerf and then i just have the uh, tf2 engineer nope
1: <laughs> All of
2: that. Nope. Part of
1: me wants to do a slow motion with the black and white and say, Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh... or, it's, it's pretty good, though. Like, it, it makes sense. I mean, like, me, and, me and Eldep have definitely talked about how this game evolves so quickly. You know, I mean, almost every week there's a balance patch, right? Like, it's crazy how much is changing. <laughs> so being a content creator and being, like, relevant is really hard. Like unless you just yeah. make your own unless you just make your own style of thing that like yours is pretty much though. So. It it doesn't really it doesn't ebb and flow as much with the the de- the weekly I guess output of the dev team.
2: Yeah, and that's definitely something that I have to like work around. Right. Another thing and, I was start, I've had to start working around is uh YouTube's algorithm because they've changed the way like uh again, yeah. So, like, for example, I've had to start doing more frequent uploads, and I've started doing that. Like, I've gotten back to doing Let's Playing again every once in a while. Just do you as like, like Let's a Playing? Style. I do, yes. and I don't. It really depends.
1: Is it with Heroes alone, or is it with other games?
2: Sometimes with, with other games is when I kind of don't like it. Like, okay. I've started... And, like, I don't really do a full Let's Play with uh, Heroes of the Storm gameplay videos. I do something called uh, Quick Trash... <laughs> <laughs> which is basically, I just go into quick match and I just do like a make a I just like a do a bunch of dumb improv junk.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> yeah.
0: So as a consumer of Let's Play, because I don't want to pay money for certain video games, I love the Let's Play videos. Like if it's a game like Say Red Dead Redemption, yeah. Too. Like I'm not going to go buy a console. So I'll sit there if if it's interesting enough, I'll I'll probably you know go through 300 videos of a let's play
2: red dead 2 is not on pc
0: nope not yet
2: it's only console. nope (laughs) nope so so it's basically gta 5 launched all over again
1: yeah pretty much it's gta 5 but you're a cowboy instead
0: (laughs) it's like it's like the fallout series i won't i won't buy a fallout series but i'll watch like you know someone play the fallout series all the way through the storylines
1: yeah like like i for me too is I, i only watch uh or I only watch like a few games in Arc where you have to have a second life to play those games via like YouTube or something because like I don't I don't have time for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so my rationale is I saved sixty bucks plus eighty hours of my life because right? yeah, right. to- <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> maybe well, you made a good call with seventy six unlike me.
1: <laughs> yeah I bought I well I bought it from Green Man Gaming so I got like twenty percent off so not too sub. So I'm a little salty, but no. it's
2: like I'm not mad at the game. I I like it for what it is. It, it's definitely a nice approach. It was just not ready.
1: Yeah. Well, here's my question. To me, it feels like games that add in this co-op multiplayer, like like a like an open world game like that, they require you to they like require less narrative thing to go, draw people in, like narrative structure, because they expect the organic gameplay of playing with your friends to make up for whatever would be narratively there.
2: That's what And seems st- it to and, be. and that's exact that is actually exactly the point. Like I need to mention yeah. this. I've graduated college recently. I do have a degree in game design now. <laughs> I need to mention this and that's exactly the point.
1: That's kind of what I that's kind of what I expected, right? Like you can't you can't have expect a narrative but also play with your friends because it's geared to playing being one person watching it, right? Exactly. So, it's interesting to think about it because like I, I think people—you you can't. You know, it's like it's like you want your—it's like having what is it? Dessert before dinner or something like that, or <laughs> yeah, you can't have both. Well,
0: there's like I think when it comes to gaming, you have like the game design. You want to just basically it's supposed to engage you just with whatever. Widgets and things are going, Mm -hmm. and then you have this more narrative storytelling approach, which I think is the new. It's the new stuff in game where they're trying to have this narrative and and make it engaging. But the problem with like a narrative in an open world is it can take forever to get to a place to get the narrative. You know, unless you're led to it, and you have like the breadcrumbs that teach you and and you know it it has like World of Warcraft is an example. It's there's no agency. You basically are just. Yeah, you, know, you show up, you click on the i uh, the the exclamation point, you get the quest, and you listen to some quest text. You know, and that's that's your, you know. But I think in Fallout seventy six, it was like you said, it was this very open world. You might discover it, you might not, depending on how, like if you're got a guide or something like that taking you there. And you mm-hmm. know, the fact that it's like a vast world. That's another thing. It's really large, right? So you could be anywhere in that place. I mean, there's probably hubs where people congregate, but you get the point. You know, yeah. Games like Destiny, you know, a perfect example of a game where probably got a lot of content, but then it's also a lot of open world stuff. And, you know, if there's not a lot of people playing, it's going to feel rather empty. Yeah. Yeah. World of Warcraft, it never never feels empty to me because most of the time you're conglomerating in the city. You know, only times you really kind of go out is when you're doing your daily quest, and the daily quest hubs have people there contesting for the same stuff. So, You never really feel like you're alone in World of Warcraft. And now that they have sharding and stuff, you're, you know, it doesn't really matter which server you're on.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, you always feel like there's people around that want to quest with you or do
2: something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've been playing Maple Story too as like my current MMO, and right. I have to say the same thing. Same yeah. idea. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah. My friend, my friend plays Maple Story all the time. <laughs> He's playing while we're reading. He was playing Maple Story.
2: <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, like, when it came to Nexus 101.5, was there uh, was there precursors to Nexus 101.5? Was there, like, you know, where you, were you did something similar, but maybe with a different game, or was there a precursor? no? So this is, like, I'm going to do it, and this is what I'm working on. So.
2: Yeah, no, and you can tell, like, that's the case. Like, you can tell, like, the way how my style goes, it, like, it slowly revolves over the time. Like Yeah, it's iterative. Like, I think... Orpheus is another good example. Like uh, this was the first time where I didn't like straight up read out the build. Like in my past one, like in my past videos I would say, okay, start with this talent, then this talent, then this talent, then this talent. This time I didn't really do that. I just like summarized yeah. the build. I didn't and I just showed it up on the list. I didn't actually properly like say like which talents to pick. I just showed like the icons of what you want to take. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and basically when you look at a talent tree, there's just- kind of considering so i also like,
2: started skipping talents that weren't really picked that much just right. because like i didn't want it to be like lazy the whole time because like there's definitely a lot it was like that's definitely one of the problems that my videos have had it's like there's a lot of breaks of where it's like it's just me reading the talents and less on the comedy side right it, granted like those long sp- spicks of time definitely ma- gave me more like minutes of watching in a sense, but at the same time it just bores out the audience and people will begin to fall asleep.
0: Right. Reading for the next punchline or joke or, you know, comment.
2: Yeah, and it and it would just make it worse if the punchline didn't really hit as hard.
0: Right. And then the other thing you're dealing with there is like okay, so you're trying to make a point about one town being broken. And then you go to the you have to but you feel forced if you have to read the other <laughs> town. You're kinda of just sticking to your points, which is the main town. Uh, that you care about, yeah.
2: Yeah, and, uh, and like, let's be honest. What's the point of talking about a talent you're never going to pick?
0: Right. Just you just make a reference. Don't pick this.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's like,
0: so yeah. No, I thought the video was really fun and entertaining. Like you said, uh, and but it was like you know, like all the other videos, you know, I, like you know the the graphic for the cover, you know, the I guess the uh, screen art, you know, the I forget what they call it, the key art or the uh, the key frame. I love yeah. it when you do it for the builds themselves too.
2: <laughs> yeah, the same, it, same it was definitely felt. it was definitely a nice transition that I feel like I should, we I need to start adding and it definitely helped.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So was there anything like uh, that you discovered about Orpheo as playing her? Like you know, like did did you like the Q build um, or did you just say the Q build is too difficult? Having to hit that skill shots just it's not worth it. You know.
2: It's like it like I've mentioned this when I summarized the build, it was high risk, high reward mm-hmm. and but you play
0: thrall, so you know a skill shot, so
2: <laughs> well, to be to be fair, thrall only has like two skill shots
0: true,
2: one of them being his w, the other one being his be, being uh sunder ah, yeah, Sunder.
1: Yeah. I was like I was like,, can you even count Sunder as a skill shot unless you're like uh, aimed the wrong way?
2: Or you, or, you accident, or you accidentally knock an enemy in the wrong on the wrong side of yes. what you were aiming for. That's fair.
0: I used to like to think the level twenty upgrade, and it, because it leaves, or the worse, card? you
2: accidentally thunder. You accidentally thunder everybody out of the ETC mosh. Yeah, that's
1: happened a plenty of times, and that is very frustrating.
2: Had,
0: so, yeah. You like it when he actually gets you out of the ETC mosh with his thunder.
1: <laughs>
2: I, did, I had like a good. <laughs> I had a I had a good game like uh, the other day for ranked. I was on a uh, all track pass. Uh, I was I was playing etc because I was playing the tank for that game, and um, so I ended up taking Mosh. And what was nice is that um, the Phoenix took his death laser on that one.
0: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's it's so fun. you know. It's the one time. Oh, you it was satisfying
2: laser. when he was following up with it all the time. He was like <laughs> he read me like a book. He was like. When he did that the first time, I applied with nice, and then he replies, "I was waiting for it," and that was just immediate click. It was like when you get immediate synergy like that in your ranked games, that is always so satisfying. Yes.
0: Yeah. As you're playing Phoenix, you only take Planet Cracker when you know you're going to have like Warden's Cage or some type of you
2: know, guaranteed. Like, yeah. I met, I mentioned that too with Orphea. like uh, endless the uh, ultimate that is the I, Feast
0: or whatever it's called.
2: Yeah, yeah, endless. Yeah, that that one is also one that you want to take. Like when you have heavy CC. Yeah, one hey, of our we, first we
1: games in just... quick match was dumb. It was so dumb with that, not even with the Endless Feast upgrade, but we did, what was it? I think it was ATC, Maev, and Orphea. It was just Ugh. murder.
2: Just... I, I have yet to see Orphea what the F-Moment videos and I feel like I need to now.
1: Yes. Well, when she
0: first was released, people were putting her, the endless piece, underneath the protector, the uh, on Volkskaya Foundry, the protector. They would because just put as it a there. Hero. You could, yeah. And you couldn't get in, so it's like yeah. You know, so you, she could basically destroy the protector, and you couldn't get into and it. And deny getting... the
1: protector completely, not even de- yeah, not yeah. even just destroy mm-hmm. it, just deny people from using it. So you you with oh, yeah, the oh yeah, because the oh yeah, because the protector tend to count as a hero. Yep. Yeah. So you could and you and if you placed it basically right underneath the radius of the protector, it was wide enough that you couldn't channel it without taking damage.
2: Oh yeah, it was a pretty bad bug. I am. I am so glad I. Did not know. About, I did not experience that. Yeah. There was I no never was got foundry during my uh, Orphea leveling I think it was up, passed so. within
1: two days of it going live on Twitch. And people hmm. were like, really not, not super upset about it, but it was just like, oh, God. And they, they fixed hmm. it by saying that the vehicle, Volskaya, I think, is the only one that, that does it now. But you don't get interrupted anymore from channeling.
2: Hmm. Uh, to be fair, that's kind of fair. It's, it's something that you really shouldn't be getting interrupted by channeling from.
1: Yeah, I kind of agree. Just because, like, you with the objective, you you automatically, like, you should be okay, like, allowed to get in it, right?
0: <laughs> I noticed, like, there was a break between this video and the last one you did. Is there, like, um, I know you probably have school and other things like that, but do you ever get, like, the kind of, like, I really need to be making a video kind of feeling or anything like
2: that? Oh, you have no idea! <laughs>
0: well, I told you this is part therapy, so please, tell us what
2: about- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like whenever I get like I feel like that's one of my problems is um like circumstances can happen where I'm not where I'm not in the mood to edit but I know I have to and that can be very well disorienting like one of the things I recently started doing was um you know about those like lo-fi like music 24 hour things on YouTube mm-hmm. uh, I found I finally found like they started doing that as well as a Spotify radio so I started tuning into that and my productivity is actually kind of improved.
0: So like, having something in the background kind of engages you?
2: Yeah, I used to... Yeah, it has to be obviously one that's not very distracting, but still. Mm-hmm. I'm the
1: same way. Like,
2: I've tried doing like more of my upbeat like EDM music that I like to listen to when I'm playing Heroes, and that doesn't help because it just gets me too hyped up. And,
1: <laughs>
0: and, and I'm like, hey. Hey. Do you see this what? as like your? Do you see pre- creating these videos as like a portfolio? Like you know, like would you show like in a potential employer, like, hey, no, okay.
2: No.
0: <laughs> I was wondering if it's like you know, like are you trying to show them like a well, mad uh, Premiere skills or anything like that? Like
2: my <laughs> editing skills, I definitely for editing skills, yeah, for video editing, yes, but it's not something I would probably use portfolio wise because well, it's I- controversial <laughs> language, language. And also, it's like in a, the way how like the general public sees YouTubers. Like the minute you mention that you're a YouTuber, the first thing they'll think of is PewDiePie.
1: Duh, okay. That's I didn't even think about that, but you're you're not wrong. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
2: So it's like that's one. So it's a sense of, or in some cases, it's like, hey, I make videos on the internet. What what's the first thing they might think of? Porn. <laughs> it's like like being a YouTuber is not glamorous <laughs> it's not something you want to like promote
0: really because i would say that you know as one of the
2: you well know, not in general public is what i'm trying to say
0: really i would figure that that might be something to show that especially someone is trying to break into the industry right like you know like say you're gonna go play for nintendo or w- try to work for nintendo maybe not create you might create a separate channel for nintendo level content but i guess you want to be a game developer not so much a, like a influencer
2: <laughs> exactly
1: but, it's like, like it's something a, probably as a community manager it would make more sense to try and use it but not as a yeah
2: yeah speaking of a uh, speaking of which, like the old heroes community manager uh bethany Mm-hmm. She used to be. Actually, she also she used to be a, my community manager for my old for the old YouTube network I was partnered with. Oh wow! Okay. before it got disbanded. Small world. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Well, I guess so. I mean, so this is just your passion project. It's like if it's in your brain and you know you want to do it. You, um, but you're not. There's the things that are motivating you. It's not so much like. Maybe it's some competency within, you know, the tools themselves, but it's really just your passion for the, you know, the game and, you know, creating something that's entertaining. Right? Exactly. It's, it's all, you know, it, it's all internal. It's that's your source of that drives you. It's not. Yeah, some another type of, another
2: you know, source of my information inspiration was like, well, like this wasn't like an original idea. Like there's. There's been other, like, parody spotlights and stuff like that, too. Like, uh have you ever heard of Magikarp Used Fly, who basically does what I do for League of Legends, or he used to?
0: Mm. Was he, he well-received? Oh, was he, like, well-received in the community, or was he kind of,
2: like... <laughs> in the League community? Oh, you yeah. have no idea. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> Zippy.
2: he was definitely one of the big names out there. Hmm. Okay.
1: Interesting.
0: Why'd he stop? Do you, you know...
2: Just, it just know? became too much of a hassle.
0: Okay. It is, seems like it would be kind of hard to come up with something clever week by week, you know, or if you did it, like, every
1: week or every two weeks. It seems like that. Yeah,
2: yeah. it's one of the reasons why, like, for me, like, the prod, it's usually, like, every month these come out. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to try out. Like, out
1: content is very hard. And I was doing things with minimal editing, and I was just like, oh, my God, this is...
2: It's one of the reasons why I've started doing, like, I do Quick Trash, like, in the spare time, just to keep people entertained while...
1: Right. You're working on... your more more fun slash process intensive.
2: Exactly. Plus, it's also... Or, like, whenever I'm saying, hey, I want to... Maybe I should work on, like, maybe work on, like, a new little game project for my game dev pro- portfolio. Maybe I'll yeah. just... Maybe I'll instead, like, do a few Quick Trash episodes there each we would just do like weekly quick trash episodes for a while while i work on that and then later like once i i'll probably also like in my spare time i'll have like a script ready because one of the things i do is i will work on scripts while i'm at break during break at work is uh i'll just pull up my phone open up google docs and update a few things like mm-hmm. i'll because I'll, there are times where i think of some really good jokes whenever i get i'm working so
0: well, it's good to have those kind of distractions, right? You know, it's like you have one thing and it inspires you. Sometimes you draw that kind of like inspiration for something else, you know? And so I think it's like there's aha moments. And I think that, that's yeah. kind of a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Well, is there anything else you want to talk to, tell us about, you know, with the process or anything like that? Or you feel you've covered all the bases?
2: I've covered all the bases, really.
1: One of the questions that I have real quick before we end, uh, before we transition to the end of this, is uh, how do you deal with, like, does your interest ever wane in Heroes of the Storm? Or, like, in any game particularly? Like, if you ever feel, like, unmotivated of, like, you're just like, eh, I'm not really into the game right now, I don't really feel like creating a content, or does it...
2: I've had a Hotspur not for, like, a few months before I did the Orthea, so that's a good example. It, it, I think, it, but it was mostly because um, going back to how I said, like, don't let news get in your head when you're YouTubing. It, it right. was that. Okay, I was just getting demoralized. I was like, "What do? What do I do?" It's just,
0: ugh. No, yeah. you saying news. Were you talking about the game news itself, dead game, or were you talking about just news in general?
2: <laughs> like news, <laughs> like like the uh, like the ah oh, shoot, something's gonna happen that'll probably be the death of YouTube kind of news. Okay, yeah, like. Another apocalypse, junk like that. Yeah. yeah. If you
0: didn't have YouTube, what what platform would you distribute videos on? Uh-oh,
2: <laughs> well, besides <laughs> besides the obvious joke one, because like there's a recurring joke where um, if YouTube ever shuts down, you everybody would move over to Pornhub. <laughs> it's the joke? It's <laughs> the running joke. That's like a that is like a running youtubing youtuber meme.
1: That's pretty good. <laughs> Eric and I were talking it's like, like whenever like something
2: bad or something like something like whenever like an apocalypse or like some other like news that like the community the YouTube community doesn't like the first thing that someone will reply with is well time to go to Pornhub. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Eric and I were talking. It's like you know I don't see why Twitch doesn't have like its version of YouTube where you know people that do their streams they could create those clips and then create like and then publish them and instead of putting like yeah they can be on um like a, in a tab oh, you,
2: and... oh no you can upload videos on twitch
0: no 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 but what i'm saying is have something similar to youtube but on twitch where you know you basically you subscribe to people but then the clips themselves much like youtube clips or like they show up in like a feed per se. I haven't found that on Twitch yet. like, a, like a better
1: organization, basically something that like lets play, like lets people have like uh, kind of like targeted videos because that's what like yep. YouTube's good for. Comparing it to Twitch.
0: Like, your your video shows up in my feed, like, when you announced the announcement of the announcement. Um, oh, yeah. So, you know, I'm like, oh, look, he's got a new video. I'm like, going I, I send it to Derek. And I'm like, oh, no, he just trolled us. It was two days from now.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. You you DMed me. You were a little annoyed at that. <laughs> I kind of had to do that ahead of time because, like, this is the first time I was trying YouTube's Premiere Premier system. Oh, really? So what does that do? It's, so you know how there's the Twitch premieres thing where... Yes. Uh, you can upload a video and then, like, you will have it streamed live for the first time and you can chat Uh, with everybody. That's basically what it is for YouTube.
1: Okay, so it's kind of like a live stream but it's a pre-recorded video and you're just there interacting with people?
2: Yeah. Hmm, that's cool. I tried it for the first time and even though I'm still, like, very small, like, I'm not, like, MF Pally time level, Mm -hmm. I still had a few good... I still had a good time. Like, I checked... I was checking the stats all the time it's like, I peaked to at least five viewers on the first viewing which is really good yeah that was one of them yeah and then yeah and then Zap came over and like you, even though it was four minutes late we still had fun had four fun minutes
0: late about it. <laughs> and i had a wall appointment I, I didn't even think i was gonna catch it i came in and i was like i wonder if he's posted this yet and i was like i clicked i was oh no it's going night i like all right <laughs> so, and then i rewind it and i had to go through the the, the two minutes like of the the preemptive thing.
2: So, yeah that's one of the <laughs> dumbest things i think with uh that they did was um like, even though, like, it was one o'clock sharp when it went live, it you then had, like, a one and a half minute countdown on top of that.
1: And that countdown is automatic? Yes. That seems weird. That seems like something you should it, be able to set. Yeah.
2: No. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> like,
1: it,
2: then, like, YouTube, like, whenever they try something new, like, they will screw it up some way. <laughs> Like, remember when they... Remember YouTube gaming where they try to, like, knock off Twitch in a sense. Yeah. And
1: they try That's to get people to start streaming and things like that. It's, That's still a thing, yes. It's still okay. there, but the streaming is not great. Hmm. Like, it's still, like, basically just a category and you just type in what game you're playing.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I know, like, um, MF Kali time and, um, what was it, uh, Asma Gold were using it for a while. And then I think yeah. Asmogold went to Twitch because bet got better monetization. and
1: I think Powdertop yeah. is doing the same thing. Plus, after monetization apocalypse occurred,
2: yeah, it's like, which one are you going to use better? I would use Twitch more. The problem is that uh, <sighs> my audience is more on the YouTube side, so it's easier to get them noticed there. It's like, yeah, when you try to tell like your audience to go to Twitch to like, hey, I'm going, I'm going to be on Twitch. Why don't you come along? It's like it usually never works.
1: Yeah. It's got to be organic, too. I've seen some people do, like, videos where they post it whenever they go live on YouTube. it's, it's like, a five-second video that says live on YouTube or live on Twitch on YouTube and with a link in the description, and they, like, delete it, you know, before the end of the day until they're they're not live anymore.
2: Yeah, and and if I remember, like, YouTube started adding rules against that because, like, people were getting sick of it. Oh, really? I did not know that. But it would make sense. Yeah, like, uh, you are no longer allowed to monetize those. Oh, okay. Yeah, I
1: don't think they... Like, I don't, it, I, the ones I've seen have, weren't monetized, but they just use them as just little placeholders.
2: Yeah, like, if you're gonna use... Like, because, like, what's the point of monetizing, like, a five-minute video telling you to go somewhere?
1: Yeah. Or not even, like, a five-second video, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, on
0: Reddit, like, we don't like it when people post direct links to their videos and don't interact with the audience, you know, Yeah. within Reddit. So, I mean, we're not an advertisement service. Um... We're barely a forum, but you know,
2: <laughs> but, yeah, but you there, know. there, of course, there are some exceptions, yeah. Like, you, you can post right? like your
0: video, you were fine posting your video that week, and you're interacting with people in the Reddit post, right? So, um, as long as that's what you're doing and you're not posting them every day or every two days, you know, it's like a once a week kind of thing,
3: yeah.
2: Like, say, like, I've never, dev- like, I strictly never, ju- I've never uploaded the, Twi- the quick trash because that's basically like a following yeah, into the let play category, it's not, yeah.
0: yeah. But we do want to, you know, we've talked about the fact that um, one of the things we were thinking about implementing is, like, discussion. So there's one thing about posts, but then there's the other thing about comments. So one of the things we have a problem with in Reddit is the stickies, right, because we only have two spots. Um, So one of the things we're thinking about implementing is a daily discussion that rolls every 23 hours. And what that Uh will do is... um, We will give us the opportunity to create a post with some, you know, some search links for certain tag posts, but then give an opportunity for people like you who might want to post their stream that day, they can post it's uh it's okay to post it as a comment in the that daily post, right? So you're not really over you know, basically you say, I'm gonna be playing some stuff on this time or this. Here's my YouTube channel. Come, come watch, you know, and then that leaves you to, if you want to do a weekly post or, you know, about your stream or your content, you can, but then having a daily post gives you the opportunity to maybe drive some content to your your stream or something. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's kind of a tricky thing with Reddit because, you know, we want to be, you know, a newer to the community. We do want to, we want to kind of attract people to kind con- of content creators and we want people to create content, but at the same time, we don't want to be, an, you know, an either because <laughs> like then everyone yeah. will just will post their streams and there'd be no content you know like
2: you don't want you, you don't want to you don't want to be tumblr right now is what you're saying <laughs> uh, i don't know
0: what see the thing is about tumblr is to me it's like it's facebook with <laughs> <That's why>. uh, <laughs> that was that's my funny. take on it but maybe, i don't know what tumblr is lately i, I know there was a lot of dr who men so that's that's the other thing i kind of noticed on the tumblr um no, I you know they don't I don't know what their identity is gonna be. <laughs> so it's like
2: uh, uh it's gonna be dead. That's why.
0: Yeah. Well it is what it is. I guess they just do not know what the loss is for the kitty porn, so <laughs> <laughs> Alright
2: now, how about we act uh, now it's not I'm not saying that I don't want to continue talking about this, but how about we actually get to the actual lab in the hero's lab?
0: Right. Hey, <laughs> that's a perfect signal. All right, moving on. So we did have um a balance uh we did have the uh they patched them out for patch forty one, um, and the PTR is up. Any of you get a chance to go on the PTR?
1: I did not. I, don't I like did no. for the first time. <laughs> I don't like the PTR because the matchmaker takes forever. It does take forever.
2: Yeah, it's hard, and it's hard to like set up for your custom games too, just because like there's those who like they just want to try out the new heroes if there ever is one.
1: Yep. And this one it had rework, so it would have been easier to play if you really yeah. wanted to, but.
2: Eh. St- still, same reason stands because everybody just wanted to try out Savannahs or Stitches.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. I, I went on, actually I did log in to look at the
2: skins. That's what I did. Oh oh yeah, the uh, holiday skins are on there too. Yep, I looked yeah. at the
1: Stitches skin, I looked at the Zahaka skin, and I looked at the uh, the mounts and things like that. That's what I went on there for.
2: Dude, one of the portraits I'm excited for, like one of the toy portraits, is mm-hmm. a Deathwing etch sketch
1: What? I didn't know it was there. Oh, I gotta go check it out. To... You know, I'm so I, excited.
0: I. Yeah, so when I copy, you know, this is my first time, so I didn't realize that it copied the entire portfolio on there. So you have access to all your stuff that you purchased previously. Yep. So you like you have cures unlocked and things like that. So I mean, so I don't know like and how if you...
2: you buy the hero off uh, the PTR, uh, it'll be available for you once it goes live on. Is that the actual...
1: thing? I've done that before. Yeah. and it Does not work as, as far as I'm nope. aware.
2: I think that's I, that used to be a thing. I don't it, know if it. it, it, it
1: as now. far as I'm aware, it has it has separate gold because you have to do like three games and you can get gems in PTR for free. Yeah, like if you play three yeah, games. Can...
2: Huh. Oh, oh yeah, that's cool. right. No, oh, yeah, that's right. Before 2.0, you, yeah, that's what you...
1: it was. Before 2.0, if you bought it on PTR, then it was fine. But after 2.0, it didn't work.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot more sense. I was gonna say if so, there was still a thing, everyone would be on PTR. <laughs>
0: So, um, there was four major things that were released in this patch. Number one, the armor changes were put in the patch. so all the heroes who have armor, basically, most of them got like baseline buffs to their armor and then with that, there's also now the indicator of the armor on the hero and so you'll see usually two indicators: one, if they activated their armor, you'll see their primary armor and then if like they're getting armor from like a healer or some other source it'll appear mm-hmm. next to their baseline armor so it only it'll tell you which armor is in effect so like cassia when she's walking around she's got four D armor as soon as she stands still she if she's like got an uther and he gives her armor then she that that armor takes place if she's got both armor from from the healer and for base armor they're side by side but but the one with the most value is the far left so that's oh yeah
2: because that's a thing now armor no longer stacks
0: right no more stacking of armor yeah.
2: It only applies the highest value, correct? Right.
0: right. So then, the um, the other major change they put in place was the gameplay changes. One catapults. If you destroy a fort, you will start generating a catapult immediately. You'll generate one catapult, and then every three waves, you'll generate every three minion waves, you'll generate another catapult. In that lane. Um,
2: one thing that we should mention, though, is that. Um... To compensate, to make sure like, it's not too devastating early game, they made it so the splash size and the and range it scales over to the progression of the yeah. game.
0: Yeah. So that's we're going to put a pin on that because there's been some observations about that early game. Um, hmm. That might be one of the things that might need to be changed in order to make you know getting a fort meaningful <laughs> and not having to wait to the last part of the you know right now. Oh, well, we can talk about it now. So what's going on right now is all. The- Pros and coaches, they figured out that if you don't take a fort until the end, like, you know, post 10, you know, if you take it pre 10, you're going to weak catapults. And what will happen is you'll freeze your lane um, because there'll be, you know, you'll like, so you take down the fort all of a sudden, like, say you take the bottom fort on a three lane map. So what'll happen is your your lane will freeze because your stuff's all going there and it's getting all bottled up. So then all the enemy team has to do is come by and just you know clear that wave out when they're done the objective or whatever. Yeah. So it basically because of that change right there, it becomes free exp-
2: free, exp- free experience.
0: Right, and later in the game in the match too. So.
2: was the other thing they
1: said too is that the um, the catapult steals experience because of
2: its additional range.
0: Right. So there's, there's, it
2: works. That, that is definitely something that I was concerned about when I heard that they were doing the early catapults idea. Like, I remember like they did like super minions early for League of Legends back then and it did not work out either.
1: Yeah. There are cannon minions in League though, right? After taking a tower? Uh, Yeah. Is it tower or does it not even need a tower? Is it just like every, whatever waves?
2: It's not like, uh, so the way how the uh, power-up minions work is, um, so there's the normal towers, then you have the inhibitors. Right,
1: yeah. I played a little the inhibitors. bit, so I'm, I'm aware of the super minion part, but I know there's still cannon minions themselves.
2: Yeah, no, cannon minions, yes, they do do slightly more damage to towers, but not significant. Yeah. They also have slightly more health, but they also give out more gold <coughs> when they are Yeah. That's the idea.
0: So this change. <coughs> oh, man. We've been talking a long time. So this change is probably one of the more, especially early game, is changing the meta with regards to when you take a fort. And um, so that leads into the next part, which is the experience changes. So now forts and keeps don't give experience, only towers and uh, uh, merc camps. And so once again, you know, what's the incentive to go to an objective, you know, um, over soaking your lane because yeah. if the early objectives are not that strong and you don't want to push forts down um yeah. you just want to defend you know it, it's getting kind of like this is where they need to kind of rethink the, the the approach and i think that you know the catapults are going to be one of the things they're going to change now i i like the idea of the catapults but maybe they just going to make it so that they're devastating enough that they don't freeze a lane you know but they don't over like they just don't take down the keep afterwards. old tower. Maybe
2: make it maybe make it so they do bonus damage to mi- to minions and then just keep it at that. Yeah,
0: that's. Yeah. I think that's what you're probably going to see is an what, adjustment.
2: What, what, one
1: of the things I don't like about this is that the I don't like the passive XP gains because like one of the, the experiments I saw, which is kind of interesting, was they did a AI versus AI game and he like casted it in the video or whatever, and he used that video to see like what. Would happen, right? Like, if all things are created equal, like, there's no skill difference, right? Because if an AI game, the games are completely balanced. Um, and <laughs> I think it was Infernal Shrines, and basically what happened is the team that lost the objective and decided to soak after losing it, like, the fight or whatever, for the first objective, will end up being a level ahead, because they okay. passively soaked. Hmm. To me, that's bad. Like, you shouldn't win the objective and be a down. Unless it's like high level play where they're microwing properly, things like that, like whatever. But like in a game where everything held equal versus AI, which is supposed to be, I think, in his calculation, it's like mid silver, low bronze, or mid sorry, mid silver, like low gold rankings.
0: Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I don't know. That just seems really kind of backwards to me. Because if the game is about team fight brawling and you're supposed to win objectives to get advantages. It's kind of going against the exact opposite.
2: Right. Yeah, so very
0: much. So what's the, <laughs> so basically, what's the incentive to take a fort? And, mm-hmm. you know, they just have to adjust those incentives to some degree, or the objectives themselves. They have to adjust those incentives to make sure that basically what teams were doing is doing late game scaling. They were, just, mm-hmm. they were just soaking the XP, not taking the towers, not taking the, the forts until after post 10. You know, they would do everything they can to get to 10, but then they wouldn't take anything until after 10, you know, just to make sure that they uh, were get, taking advantage of the scaling, you know, per se. Um, so, yeah, so I think that they got, the, the, dev- the devs have to kind of noodle that one. Up. Um, and, of course, you know, as soon as these things were released and as soon as people had access to the PTR and got some wins from, like, the coaches, Reddit lost its shit, you know, basically. Yeah, yeah. And there was, like, a post, like, every 15 minutes or five minutes of someone saying, you know, this sucks, you know. And and everyone has their own solution too, which is interesting. And we might get to the uh, one specific one. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh yeah, you know, but basically, you know, the, the changes are some people feel that the changes last year, um, which were designed to try to prevent snowballing um and add more strategy didn't really pan out. They it prevented some of the strokes snowballing, but it really didn't pan out on the strategy side. It actually made like solo lanes more boring because there's no incentive to take a tower. Because uh, there's no there's no need to take the risk, you know, on that on yeah. that lane. So,
2: which would you know, also explain the role changes and why technically specialists are no longer going to exist.
0: Right.
1: Mm, so that's interesting. Now that kind of makes it, a little bit more sense that how uh, this all is kind of shaking out, right, with the cha- the removal right. of the specialist and things like that as a role.
0: Well, the specialists <laughs> are going to be more. They, most of them are going to have some. They're going to buff their hero damage and probably reduce their. I mean, they'll still be able to. Like Solanas is still capable of turning off a fort, you know, or or a tower. Um, she just has to, uh, you know, work at it a little bit more, and she only gets it every so many. Times. Her traits like on like a twenty second cooldown or something crazy.
2: Well, Casplo is definitely an interesting one that they're going to have to <coughs> keep an eye on. He's a bruiser, right?
0: He comes. He falls in the bruiser role.
2: <laughs> no, he falls in melee assassin.
0: Oh melee
1: that's right.
2: That's right. <laughs> I have like a photo of like uh Wait, how does he
1: become a melee assassin?
2: Uh level ten.
1: Yeah. Robo, goblin, robo- goblin only? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, so they right. remove Gravel Bomb from the game.
2: <laughs> that's yeah. or maybe what they'll do maybe what they'll do is um maybe what they'll do later is when the new rules come out, they'll give him a minor rework and maybe Probably. make it so he has a Robogoblin as a passive, maybe. Yeah,
1: maybe. Ooh, that, that could be interesting. And then give him a different, because I, I mean, Robo Goblin is pretty like unimpactful as an ultimate if you think about it.
2: Yeah, I'm curious to see so about what they're gonna do eight. with uh, Lost Vikings actually, because Lost Vikings is very much dependent on soaking.
1: Right, mm-hmm. and well and everyone's been saying, like at least the HGC players, like this is an HG like a Viking meta now at this point if everything goes as is. That would,
2: that would actually be very interesting, because if this still goes as is, like, HTC, everybody would be either be first-picking or first-banning the Vikings.
1: Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's going to be just ridiculous. Because what do the Vikings do best? Soak experience and stall lanes. <laughs> yeah, it's like,
2: uh, what becomes the garbage tier suddenly becomes the meta.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, late-game Nazebo, too? Like, yeah. AFK lane, gets stacks, Nazebo. Okay, got it.
0: <laughs> so, or Asmodan's, uh, even? <laughs> So yesterday and today, Blizzard lost its shit. And then later today, Blizzard came, or I'm not, sorry, Reddit Reddit. lost its shit. And then today, Blizzard came back and said, we've been listening to what you had to say. We don't have anything to reveal today, but we are going to make some adjustments to the uh, scaling and things like that that have been discussed. Um, So, yeah, I mean, and and they've said, you know, we've done a lot of internal testing. So, you know, maybe this is their, they, they did this even with the tower changes. They originally, the tower changes, the speed experience was a little bit too high and it was, it was a bit snowbally so to change yeah. some numbers around. But so, don't, forget, just, doing, uh, don't forget
2: when you're doing don't forget when you're doing internal testing, and as someone who's a developer himself, like it's still very well, very finite because you're not gonna get like people who like get the stuff like game testers as a profession. They will like when you when a developer tells like the tester to do something, they will immediately do the opposite. <laughs> like okay, go to this objective. No, okay, no, they're just going to die off the map and make it sh- because they want to test and make they're sure the game doesn't crash when right? you're deaf, right? Yeah, they're trying to, yeah, game testers, you intentionally try to break the game,
0: yeah. Well, they definitely did and didn't get that's something that
2: the they didn't <laughs> that they clearly didn't do because they, as you can tell, we have people who are breaking meta and like figuring yeah. out like what's the biggest exploit of the new I changes. Mean, in- I mean,
1: the biggest one too, like for me, that's telling is the AI game because that's like the first that, I mean, in my opinion, if I were to be a game tester, that'd be the first place to take it is put it in ai and see how the ai plays the game
0: yeah and that's what i did you know because i did get one match on stitches when i played on the ptr but it took you know 15 minutes to get that match and uh, i said well i just won't go into go into ai mode And in ai mode playing stitches even as a bruiser it took me 25 minutes to play a match you know so where I'm used to just being able to go through and just like own, if you get kills and you take down shit, you know, you get, you just win the game, like within 10 minutes, mm-hmm. it's been a long time. So, I mean, these changes definitely affect even your AI play, you know, where you're, you know, so, mm-hmm. yeah, you know. um, so we'll see, you know I mean? I'm, I'm one of those people I just, I'm like patient. I just wait it out. I, I don't have any opinions other than I think catapult freezing lanes, not so good, you know, and then, you know, they do need to figure out what the incentive is to take the objectives early on. You know, and they need to, it's a it's a delicate balance, right? You know, it, it, it might be a few percentage points and stuff. You know, I definitely don't think that they need to kind of retract it and do it back to where they're at now. I definitely think that they, they're onto something about snowballing. Mm-hmm. But that even, that upsets the community because they feel like you're making the game, you know, for bronzes and silvers and not for people who, you know, can take advantage of a, of a game like that. And I'm not sure.
2: I feel feel like this, the way how I see it is like, if you're going to, the way how I feel like it, I feel like this was clearly like a patch that was designed back. Like these were changes that they were going to do last year before, like if performance based matchmaking did do well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Because in a sense, that's kind of what this kind of does. Right.
0: People perform well, get better, get better ratings will climb higher.
2: Yeah, climb higher, climb better to the ranks, and this would kind of compensate for that because it's clearly, this is designed more to capitalize on wins after a team fight. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Yeah. cap.
0: (laughs) Well, the other thing is, is that, you know, when you queue up for a match, right, you know, do you want a 12-minute match where you lose or win? Or do you want a match that, you know, goes back and forth and takes 20, 25 minutes? Mm -hmm. I mean, and I think that's really where they're trying to get, they want the matches to go the standard 20 to 25 minutes. They want it to be a full experience.
2: And they want it to be engaging for everybody.
0: Right. Oh, yeah, you lost that objective or you lost a couple of guys in a team fight. Well, you're not, you know, you're behind, but you're not so far behind that you'll never catch up. There's not, I think it goes back to what, it
2: goes back to what, it goes back to what what IGN said 6.5 out of 10, no comeback mechanics. Right. (laughs) That's very much what this goes back to. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Fun
2: fun fact the guy that actually wrote that review also wrote the story for the the, uh, campaign in the new, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. No way. Way, yes. Mitch Dyer. Mitchell Dyer. (laughs) That's funny. You
0: think he gets a royalty check for every time that someone uses 6.5 out of 10?
2: (laughs) What's even more ironic is that um, IGN also gave Battlefront 2 a 6.5 out of 10.
1: Oh, my God. What goes wrong comes around, as they say.
2: (laughs) Oh, that is hard karma right there. Damn. I mean, to me, so, like, I, I'm surprised nobody acknowledged that on the Heroes Reddit. Yeah, Because I, I feel like that would have been a joke. We would have... Dabbed gone all on. over. Yeah. So, I feel like we should just cut that bit out and just, like, put it on the Heroes Reddit. Let them know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Realistically. <laughs> it's it's, a, it's gold waiting for people to be found. Like, the one ring from one of the rings.
2: Um, but, yeah. I'm, like, I've wanted to get that word out for so long. Just that, since I'm a small YouTuber, nobody believes me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But now they will believe you. You're on a reputable podcast.
0: (laughs) That's right. 6.5 out of 10.
2: uh, I'm already already picturing you with the air quotes on that one. (laughs) Pretty much. The the one thing I would say, though, about
1: this patch, that I can kind of see where they wanted to go with it, but it missed the mark, is it's trying to go back to the quote-unquote team brawler that the game was marketed as.
2: Compared to the classic MOBA.
1: Yes. right. You know, well, because like they the wanted, they, I think they want team fights and the objective to be the highlight of the thing. You know, fast fights—you're running around the map, you're constantly, you know, looking to f- skirmish, right?
2: No boring last hitting.
1: Yeah, right. Like they're trying to de incentivize you soaking lanes passively, but 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 at the end of the this, day, in it, this
2: case, it did the opposite.
1: Right, and then I think that's where the problem is lying because they're thinking it from their view, like, oh, we want people to run around the map and get camps and fight over the camps and defend the lanes and do all that kind of stuff right like but when you think about it from a pro's perspective they're you know min
2: maxing the game and so oh my god i just realized jungle gaslow is viable again yeah.
1: yeah exactly like things like that we mean ldap we're talking about like camp clearing ca- uh, heroes like Rhaegars and gaslos and maathios are all going to be crazy soon so yeah yeah means bad. Yeah. Means bad. <laughs> yeah like you're really going to have this really weird like sense of the game again but especially, it, if
0: especially if they, especially if they put some changes in to make the mercenaries more frequent, you yeah. know. So w- one of the things Chaos OS was going like to say—that's a
1: great place to, place to transition mm-hmm. into Chaos OS stuff because he ranted a lot.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and he was saying he was saying some of the things we talked about, but he said you know one of the things that we could do is because there's a lot of dead space between objectives, maybe <coughs> maybe to add more frequent um, mercenary response. So. The idea is that they're more content. You know, you contend them more. There's more things to do between objectives, and you know, for the maps that have that, yeah, it makes sense. Um, I wouldn't. You know I don't know what the the right number is. I mean, but and then you have to think about Falstad or any of those. Uh, Here's a bribe because that accelerates their um, cycling of a, of a of a mercenary camp. So you know that it's kind of and then you know the savannas. Her rework is also there. It's aligned to buff those minions, those mercenaries, and also damage mercenaries. So she mm-hmm. becomes kind of a counter pick. The only one out there, basically, other than what's the other one, Zagara? I think it's mercenary buff. Or there's a couple other heroes. That do it. I like how he g- says.
2: Be, I like how he says when being frozen in it's when being Elsa.
0: Yeah. Well, I Gazo is a buff on uh, minions or yeah. mercenaries. Yeah.
2: Yes, he does. Merc lords.
0: So yeah, so the mercenaries become kind of a, you know, an an interesting thing. Um yeah, so yeah, freezing lanes, maybe figuring out what the incentives are for taking the towers early on. I mean, obviously they don't one they want to they're trying to protect snowballing, so kind of a delicate balance. There. Um and KSOS, I think, was he said, add some more experience back to the forts and the keeps, you know, just to give it a little bit more—not a lot, but you know—he said like reduce it by fifty percent or tw-
2: maybe or do 75%. what they maybe do what they did with uh, just the towers because, like, remember they t- they they're cutting the exp on the base towers in half. Maybe right. just cut the maybe cut the fort experience in half.
0: Yeah, that's fine.
2: Instead of just straight up removing it.
0: Yeah. The bottom line is that the bottom line, at the end of the day, I feel like they're going to they're going to. Make the right choices, whether, you know, and listen to the community, but also stick to their guns, you know. So they have a vision, they have an idea of what they want to see, and we'll see. Yeah, you know? I mean, and it's not like they didn't change stuff mid patch anyway. I mean, like they put the the gameplay changes for twenty eighteen or twenty eighteen in there, or, yeah, and they made changes in late January when they realized that the towers and you know were giving out too much snowball. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, people just kind of you know, kind of take a chill pill. I mean, it's one thing to discuss some things, but, you know, the amount of rancor that came out of this was just. Unexpected. Yesterday, I was a little bit depressed. I was like, I generally love going to the Reddit and seeing what people have to say. Yesterday, I was like, every post was the same. So.
2: Okay, LDAP, I'm going to make this easier for you. I'm going to make this yeah. a lot easier for you. Thanks. Guys. This is not Diablo Immortal. We they actually <laughs> listen to you. <laughs> I think someone did post like, "Do you guys have phones?" <laughs> Funny part is that wasn't actually Wyatt that said that. That's. I mean, that's, that's a really a good point, point though.
1: though. Like, this is the ga- I, Out of all the games I've ever like been a part of, Heroes is one of the ones that the devs actually have the ability to and listen to the community more than any other game ever. True. I mean, just look at how much, like the skins. Like you literally just talked about the Loric skin. Like that yeah, doesn't. Yeah, gender of the Yes.
2: Right.
1: Like that doesn't happen in any other game I've ever heard heard. The of.
2: Kel'Thuzad flavor line. Yeah. Yeah. Was literally from someone just spamming like the uh, on the rage thread every.
0: <laughs> well, even like give us some pepper. You know, that was Lorhan. He created a video. <laughs> you know, one of our map mods. He created a video, and then also they changed it in the game. So I mean. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely, a, you know, it's a love letter to Blizzard. And, you know, I've, I, I probably should get like a dollar for every time I say that. Because it seems like I say it every week now <laughs> to, you know, to Blizzard games. And, you know, but moving on, you know, there was another major change that made it into the patch notes. But then no one really knew what it meant and it said unit radii. The unit radius values for hero- for most heroes has been reduced by 5 to 15%. And that's a misnomer because some of them actually got twenty percent reduction in their size. So what this means is the hitbox for these heroes, you know, amongst all the other things is gonna shrink and the skill shots are gonna, you know, start Okay, my, my
2: my mic on the Discord glitched for a sec.
0: You're
1: good. It didn't you didn't come through on this end.
0: So all of a sudden like, you know, Kilithus is like, you know, like a sliver <laughs> you know. And you know but anyway, so it's been you know, so there was a post on Reddit where some, you know, trooper went through and measured all the size for all the hero changes and made a list of all the, you know, all the changes to the radius size and also any type of like um, uh, programmatical uh, key uh, phrase or value that might attribute to the heroes a change to the hero in the game. So.
1: So did they say um, why they did this change at nope. all? Did anyone comment on it?
0: Nope. I guess it's just to try to, you know, also make it so the game's a little bit skillful. Now, one of the things you might not be aware of is adding an ability now to put a kind of a crosshair um, in the game. Uh, hmm. uh, what was it? Keller Guest made a video yesterday about it. Basically, it's a top to down, left to right radical. So, wherever your mouse cursor is, it's going to create this kind of invisible kind of like radical, like so that it'll help you line up your center shots.
2: It's, it's-
0: annoying. But it's there now. It's an option you can turn on in the UI. I have
2: to go look so at it. I don't it, know what that and is. And you can turn it off if you wish. That's yeah. that's good to know.
0: I don't think it's turned on by default either. So it's. Um,
1: I wonder who is going to so, want to use that. It sounds clunky.
0: Believe it or not, I use it. You know, I use the um, black. Uh, I use the colorblind mode, or you know, right. I use that. I turn that on. I've turned on a lot of the things to help you
2: see. I need to start using you. the colorblind mode more, considering I do content creation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna turn, turn, turn that on, on right now. I'm gonna turn that on right now. i <laughs> Well, the ma- so
0: you can see the color of the um, of the globes much easier. That's where, why I do that. So oh, you know, okay. when the, yeah. Um, the other thing is, I turned the mouse cursor to like you know super size. <laughs> so it's like. Things in here is so I know where
1: my cursor is all the <coughs> time.
2: would not that make it even more frustrating? Because like, gets like with the hitbox sizes and makes it a little more annoying to click things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well one thing I noticed from, from just playing the game so much is that the hitboxes of skills are fudgy. Like Kel'thos's Q feels larger than it actually is, but I think that might be part of the radius thing. Yeah. That, that also explain
2: maybe the hitbox sizes too, 'cause like maybe it's like it's hard to like gauge that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like like it looks like you're out of it, but you're really not out of it, but you like you know, the perception versus actual are two different things.
2: Well, I think probably that's probably one of the main few reasons why convection is one of the meta talents for him.
1: Yeah. Cuz like there's a lot of talk between our friend group was like, "What? I was out of that. You know, that kind of stuff." Like this weird perception versus actual. Like it, I don't know, it's just it's strange. So maybe it's just trying I think to...
2: maybe one of the reasons why they're doing the hitbox changes cuz maybe it makes it feel a little more realistic.
1: Yeah. Well, I know, I know that for one thing is this, from my perspective, I play a lot of tanks, is it's harder to body block with this change, which is... Oh, yeah, much harder. Yeah, which is weird to me because I kind of like body blocking as one of the skills as a tank player, but...
0: The yeah, other thing, it could also <coughs> give you uh dodge. You can dodge stuff.
2: Oh, yeah, you can <coughs> sidestep things easier. That would, yeah, definitely would make things a lot more interesting. Hmm. I get Maybe that's what was being used as the new uh, skill divider with the EXP changes.
1: Hmm.
2: You know what I mean? Incoming.
1: Yeah. You're more likely to miss abilities because you're able to see it coming or just...
0: Yeah, you can sidestep it or, you know, just get out of the radius. Yeah, yeah.
2: so, like, better reflex skills and such would probably be one of the new deciding factors to the ranks. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But then, like I said, they are so putting in the radicals. So you you should be able to line up your uh, skill shots a little bit easier if you turn those features on. So
2: yeah, that's mm. really interesting. I, I, I'm gonna. Tr- I I'll probably like mess around with that in training later.
0: Yeah. So yeah, those are the four major things. You know, the armor, the you know, the catapults, the experience change in the merc and the merc and, radii. and Then they did announce uh, some you know some tweaking to. Some assassins. Number one, you know Phoenix. He's got uh, some nerfs and some changes. So his uh, purification salvo, which is pretty much the default talent most people take, you know, unless they want to, they know they can wombo combo of planet cracker. Mm-hmm. It's reducing its damage from eighty six to uh, seventy nine, so it loses five points there. Um,
2: the bonus damage on that for the bonus damage on his W at the level four talent will now apply to all slows, not just from the yeah. Q slows itself.
0: Well, that's that's actually a quality of life improvement, yeah. Just because you have other
2: that's gonna be powerful now.
0: Especially if I play Stukov and I'm slowing your targets.
2: (laughs) Oh God! Don't
1: remind! Don't don't remind me. (laughs) That's been like our new meta pick right now. Stukov, our. Yeah,
0: and level four, they're taking away the warp conduit because no one picks it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: What, What does that talent do?
2: Uh, uh hang on I have the game up I can quickly check.
1: Was that is that one of the aggressive warping? Is that one that is that what that one? okay is? hang
2: on a sec. Uh where is he? uh Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix. Uh I keep I keep forgetting his icon's not actually the his
1: it's not his actual Phoenix. Yeah, or it is actual Phoenix.
2: Yeah. So level 4 uh, what is. kind
0: of it? It's a hero uh, it. takedowns reset warps cooldown.
1: Oh,
2: that one. Yeah, that's the Yeah, you're never using
0: that. No. It's 4.1% pick rate. <laughs> so, so that's memory. Level 7, um, they added functionality to the uh, Warp Warfare, which is Warp Warfare currently is after uh, arriving uh, with Warp. Uh, you get the attack attacks. speed boost. Yeah. yeah. So now he also resets the cooldowns of Warp uh, when Phoenix gets uh, a hero takedown.
2: So, so they took the level 4 town and fused it. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. That's a nice, that's a nice little quality of life change there.
0: Yeah. And then the other thing that will occur there is like, if you're using your more aggressively, you know, to try to get secure kills, you know, AKA, oh,
2: wow. That's something.
0: Yeah. Like no, uh,
2: th- that's weird. Remember how I said I have the game open? Mm-hmm. Assassins suddenly became call of the storm.
1: Ooh, that's a new one. Now...
0: what? Oh, you mean like your quest?
2: No, as in, like, the bonus EXP Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. It's applying assassins now, apparently. Ranged ones.
0: Okay.
2: No, specifically (coughs) ranged ones. It's not applying to Zeratul (coughs) or Illidan. So, yeah, I think the new role system is actually in effect. It's just not showing.
0: Hmm. Hmm. In the uh, PTR or on live?
2: On live. Oh. So, yeah, I think what I'm... My theory about the role system already being in effect uh, probably has more... There's, it more, then... there's more
1: of it in there than we thought there was. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's convenient. I didn't know there was a distinction between ranged assassins and melee. Well,
2: well it's like there, I'm able to tell because like, I'm seeing it's applying to Mephisto, it's applying to Hanzo, but it's not applying to Kerrigan or Malphael or Zeratul. Hmm.
3: Hmm.
2: Heck, it's even applying to some of the specialists, too, sp- specifically the ranged ones. Wow. Hmm. So, yeah, I think, yeah, the new role system is in in here. It's just not visible, right? Mm-hmm. Visually shown. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Well, that makes sense. So, back to our long, you know, dissertation on uh, Phoenix changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, divert power uh, weapons act is inactivatable, and it's also getting new um, functionality, which is... You're going to get 40% basic attack damage for five seconds, and then basic attacks against heroes refreshes the duration. Uh, when this bonus uh, falls off, remove it removes all Phoenix's shields for 40 seconds.
2: So, so in other words, your... Phoenix will still have the shields when it activates, but then once it wears off.
0: Right. Basically, it's his death blossom. <laughs> <laughs> die, well...
3: die, die, die. <laughs>
0: well, right now... Um... When it comes to playing Phoenix, that, that skill right there is a 4.8% pick versus everyone picking Combat Abandoned. You know, so I guess is...
2: this is all like these are all just like buffs to like make it so his more less less picked uh, talents are more viable.
0: Yeah, and and I guess also because he's he tends to not be he you don't play him very aggressively. You don't blink in and blink out, right? That's it's right. That, the that's why right,
1: I think it doesn't make sense for Phoenix. He's not an aggressive like
2: warp so yeah it's definitely like it, it's it's definitely more of an experimental
0: yeah well it's like so if he, like mephisto mephisto is all about zipping in zipping in, you know going in and i think maybe they're trying to add a little bit of mephisto but with some uh you know inst- but you know with shields you know and so if he gets his takedowns like he's supposed to then you know he's all good if he misses or he, you know that's not so good
2: yeah it's like uh, like high risk high reward once again yeah
0: yeah, which no one in HEC will play.
2: <laughs> so then, um, level you had 13. your time. You had your days, the You've had your days.
0: So then, uh, level thirteen. The dampening field, the spell armor. It's been increased from twenty to twenty-five. So people a lot of his play. armor
2: stuff definitely got removed. Like yeah, uh, the health locks on the auxiliary shields got increased though, mm-hmm. significantly actually. Ten then, to. Th- 30%. Yikes, that's a big jump, actually.
0: Yeah. And then auxiliary shields, uh, which is the go to talent that most everyone takes, um, shield amount has increased from 20 to 40%, and health loss increased from 10 to 30%. So basically, you know, you get more shields, but then, you know, when you lose, all three of <coughs> those are bigger clips.
2: That's definitely, definitely <coughs> makes it a much more worthy trade off. Or a much more impactful one, at least. <coughs>
0: So you know when people, what uh, was a negative, uh, not negative pro, not paradox, your evil twin, uh, no twin. <laughs> <laughs> not paradox in a Phoenix video this week and he did talk about you know the talent builds and basically um, one of the things he talked about was the pros is they play you know where does uh, Phoenix fit in because he's being picked by the pros to fill kind of like a a transi- a transient position where they might need an offlaner, laner. Um, that can have range, but also be somewhat, you know, aggressive melee, you know, with his uh, beam cutter. But most of it's all about auto attack and and safely auto attacking and then stacking three hits on heroes and then uh, switching to your uh, Your 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 bomb and and throwing it out there for a large percentage damage. It looks like here what they're trying to do is then incentivize the zip in, you know, to to go secure kills and not just play safe. Because most no one he said basically said save your e for an escape. You don't ever use your e aggressively. So yeah, I could see. I've never found
2: myself using my e in some cases whenever I play Phoenix just because I've never been so good at positioning with him.
0: Yeah. But if you know that you can, if you got those three hits, and you know you can zip in and kill with your plasma cutter and your bomb, you know that, and then get a reset and then zip back out. You know it's sort of like playing a Mephisto to some degree.
2: Which, Mephisto you know, slash stuff, Li Ming in a sense, actually.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I want to play Li Ming more, as uh, Eric will tell you. I've been playing a lot of Mephisto, and yeah. I've never felt like I was good with Li Ming, but I think Li Ming is
1: played... my pocket pick mage personally. Mm.
2: Uh, you don't want to watch. Fun. You do not want to watch my video on her. I sh- I bashed on her.
1: <laughs> I mean, she's really easy to like. Like, she's one dimensional, realistically.
2: Yeah, just. You know, I think... it's like, it's like you hope to get a kill, then you snowball, and if right. you don't get the kill, you're screwed. That's basically it.
1: it well, it, I think to me too is like it, being good at her is it requires a decent amount of game knowledge and anticipating movement.
2: When you're able to. Like finally get the kill.
1: Yeah. Because other than that, if you can't if you can't get people low enough to reset, you're you're like, whatever.
2: You're kind of cutting off on my end, I think. Uh, I'm yeah, gonna, a little bit too.
1: But I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like the you know if you're if you're not close enough, or if you ever can't poke enough to get to the kill range and don't get the reset, you're just dead in the water. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's
0: two I mean, other major reworks uh, <laughs> announced. <laughs> Uh, Sylvanas and Stitches. Um, I did get a chance to play around with these on PTR. No, um, since I'm waiting until we- they go live. Yeah. Well, I did get a chance, because, like, but, I don't know, I was having problems with the client, so I figured I'd just go around. Oh, right, I forgot about, about to, that. They had the, you know, I messed
2: around with Sylvanas in the training, at least, if that gives you something.
0: Yeah. Well, she's hmm. got, like, a Q and a W build now, basically, and they both they basically, uh, like, with the Q now, you click it, but you don't have to hold it; it'll do. Uh, it auto fires, five, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it auto, auto fires,
1: fires all five shots. Mm-hmm. And is it sl- it's slower than it was before, though, right?
0: Mm, I'm not sure about that. I mean, uh,
1: yeah. well, like, I'm I'm, say- I'm saying slower than because if you could spam your Q, it, it
2: fire rate was reduced. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah.
0: The bottom line is that uh, you're going to be using kind of like your E to kind of reposition yourself Mm -hmm. uh, pretty quickly while you're firing off your Qs. And so there's basically, you're going to have a Q build, a W build, and an auto (laughs) um, you choose. And, you know, at level 13 and 16, you'll have an ability to do like a giant. She's basically going to, she's the new Rainer. You know, she's going to be doing a shit ton of damage.
1: She's like like an ability damage poke poker.
0: Exactly. But you're going to be, you know, you're going to be zipping up and down. Like, Especially if you're gonna be taking talents that will buff e, uh to some degree. Uh yeah, you know, overall I you know, is it it's different. You know, and I think it's a it's a change that needs to be put in the play. We're probably gonna talk about it more next week when we have more time. One, thing, kind
2: of... one thing we should mention though is that on her queue, uh cooldown uh kills do reset the cooldown.
1: Yes. Mm, okay. Uh, like all the entire thing? So yes, all all charges. Tests. Oh, okay, so it's it a little leeming X there, then.
2: Yeah, hmm. one thing you one thing you must mention though, you cannot cast the new one uh, if it does reset. You can't ca- if the first one's still firing. You still you can't cast the other one yet. I mean, mm-hmm. that's
1: good. I think it's a quality of life thing because you can like waste the cooldown.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, let's be honest. You just, let's be honest. Like, whenever you're doing team fights with Sylvanas, you were recklessly mashing your Q and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess this kind of like still caters to that style, but it makes it a little more quality of life in a sense.
0: I think you're going to find yourself moving a bit more, and that's the other thing that was a major change. Um, Was it? uh, Mind control? It's a skill shot now, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So before you had to stand still and channel and basically when people saw that, they would just jump on you. So now it's a skill shot.
2: Yeah, and I think the mind control, it now moves towards Sylvanas, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a, it's like a taunt. It's like a taunt. Yeah, silence. it's like it's like a it's like a long range taunt, basically. <laughs> <coughs> that it also kind of makes it, that also will kind of also make your positioning still very impactful because it means Sylvanas will have to stay in the back line if he wants to try it. If she wants to try and mind control the healer, them directly into or your some team, some sort of range DPS.
0: Mm-hmm. And, well, you're probably never going to hit a range DPS. So you're probably always going to hit the tank. The t- I mean, another yeah, thing we maybe
2: should maybe also oh, another <laughs> thing we should also mention. The mind control also now slows by thirty percent. Yeah. Oh, really?
0: Yes. Is it? Is it after it wears off, or is it during the? That's during. Control? I think.
1: I think someone was saying that on the, from the. It Twitter kind of that you,
0: it seems kind of dumb that you would want to slow them on the. Well, I can see it being you know that they would slowly walk towards you, but they should be slowed afterwards too. I mean, yeah. it makes
2: sense because like you're just being like mindly controlled. It's like Ugh. yeah, yeah. Generic
1: zombie reference, check.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> generic zombie, yep, generic zombie reference. Now we just need them doing the thriller.
0: <laughs> and then, so level 13 is when you get this called, um, it's called Windrunner. That's the, uh, basically, uh, it has additional functionality than what it has now. It's tele- teleport with healing wave. Haunting wave resets the cooldown of uh, Withering Fire and Haunting wave can then be cast a second time for free within five seconds of teleporting. So basically, this is where I was saying you're going to be juking with your ease back and forth, you know, uh, up and down, most likely. That's what I saw uh, some people doing. So as a way to kind of stay within range of people, you know, because typically what some do is they will shoot it backwards, right? Well, this, you know, if you want to stay engaged, but you also want to keep doing damage, you just don't want them, like you want people to, like, go to your current position and you just zip away and then um, I think that's where you're going to see some of the Sylvanas have more skill. The ones that have more skill are going to be doing that and, and just wrecking people. Mm-hmm. So she's definitely going to be first pick uh, material within when she's released. You think so? Um, yeah. yeah. I think her damage, damage numbers are pretty crazy right now.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think one of the one thing I, yeah, I think well, she will be first pick, one thing we do have to be careful of is with her in quick matches, there are still going to be people possibly mindlessly trying to split push with her.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that, I think that's a really important distinction because like the, every single specialist they've reworked recently with Asmodan and stuff like that is they're not split pushers anymore.
2: Yeah, the only one that's really still split pusher in a sense right now currently is Gazlow. Yeah.
1: yeah, she
0: can split push though. I mean, she's got the you know the ability to split push. Yeah,
2: she can still disable. She can still mm-hmm. disable structures, just not as effective as yeah. before. I think it's it's just still going to be better with like
1: that old school gray main comp. You know where you dive towers early things like that. Well, I guess See?
0: maybe not. But okay. Th- the the <sighs> thing that's that's different about her, the current Sylvanas has a hard time taking Mercs, right? Yes. She can take them, yeah. but it takes she's lo- she takes the longest out of all of them. With the the new changes, she can take Mercs pretty quickly, and yeah, because she, she, she gets pop- the
1: town for it, right? Right, right.
0: Oh yeah, and she can possess uh, minions now too. So I mean, she's really got that kind of like. She still has her kit, you know. I mean, so she can be split pushing, and then when there's a team fight, she can show up and wreck, you know, wreck the team It's fight worth
1: mentioning to- though that possession now takes three charges for a catapult.
0: Yeah.
2: Hmm. Makes oh, sense. Oh, wait, uh, possession. So they- oh wait, is that one of the things? Possession is now baseline.
1: No, it's says seven, it's four. It's okay. Seven or four. Yeah. It's one of those talents. But anyways, actually, I had a quick question: Is there two catapults now? So if you get one for a fort and one for a keep, or is there just only one?
0: Uh, cat- uh keeps give you three, um, uh, forts give you one immediately, and third way.
1: Okay, interesting. So, yeah. so there's a lot. So there's gonna be a lot more catapults in the game.
0: Yeah,
2: technically, yeah especially yeah. in the late
1: game.
0: Yeah, she <laughs> definitely gets a lot of value. So overall, you know, a lot of people, you know, uh, already. <laughs> you know, saying that she's like, you know, she's totally wrecked. But, you know, it's one of those things you play it and you make the adjustments. And, mm-hmm. you know, I still think she's going to be, you know, she's going to be fine. Stitches. Now, I did get to play a lot more Stitches. And my personal feeling is he's got a little bit more utility. You know, he's definitely, he. they've upped the bruiser role.
2: Yeah. And, the,
0: and they've made him a bit more tanky. But they, they've also kind of rebounced that hook. So the hook is just another way of like getting percentage based health damage, and you can put people out of position. But they didn't want to make it so that he's like Garrosh kind of oppressive. So they they, yeah, they, they nerfed the range. Yeah. So he can't go the you know, but he can. I think what the advantage of that is he can. You typically stay further back with stitches because you don't get blown up. I think now you can work up. You can walk up further with stitches. So that's the adjustment you're going to have to make. Yeah, you know, and not mm-hmm. be afraid.
2: One question you know, that I'm worried about is, um, yeah. will this nerf be applied in the poll party brawl? Yeah,
1: hmm.
2: <laughs> that's the that's <laughs> the most important question.
1: Because they'll to, they'll make the map smaller. <laughs>
0: and the other thing about it is, um, well, and he uh, currently there's a bug with uh, the uh, four talent where he's serrated edges on his um, Q, where you can actually kill um, a friendly unit. <laughs>
1: Wait, it. what? That's a new bug. Yeah. Huh. Pick Zuljin with your team every time so you can make yeah. stitches.
0: But basically everything was designed to um make it so that your W has a little bit more your slams uh get a little bit more uh value early game. Um and you don't have to take a bunch of talents to buff it. <coughs> and I do think we can-
2: should also mention that the uh the talent that uh allowed it so basic attacks apply to his trait are now is also now baseline. Yeah. He's
0: got a baseline slow within his, and he has an aura, so gives off like a cast. That's
2: that. That's definitely something that I think was one of my biggest problems with Stitches when he first came out was his trait was so useless. Yeah, it's very because you had to idea. you you had to hope that it was you had to hope that the persons were actually attacking him, mm-hmm. which at higher level of play, like everybody knows, Don't hit Stitches, it, nobody. Nobody focuses the... St- nobody well, and on fo- top of that, you have to be close enough focus, to people. Never focus the tank is what I'm trying to say.
1: Right. And on top of that, you have to be close enough for that to actually be a thing. Like, it doesn't really make sense.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And to me, I think the weirdest thing about Stitches is that he's this hero with the hook, but they're incentivizing you to be inside the team fight, auto-attacking heroes down. It
0: seems well, weird. Now, before it used to be slam 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 and that's all the way you can do your damage
1: yeah and then and then you hit e to heal yourself when you're dying
0: now your q can be part of your rotation especially if you get if you do hit the hero in front of you yeah um it will you can get it so that it resets the uh, cooldown or gives it um cooldown reduction you know so that you get more frequent hooks Uh um so they are kind of that's the advantage they're giving to the hooks they're just taking away a bit of the range the biggest casualty about uh, the stitches uh, rework is the flea bag at level thirteen. There's no more going to be little, no more little, like floating around, the screen. So you're going to have to get over that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh
0: man! Um, yeah, I like that little green guy. He was kind of funny. Oh, the little,
1: <laughs> the little slime dude, Slimer. Yeah. Oh yeah. I That's, mean that that tell- was... The tell- was not good though.
2: It wasn't good, but it was fun. Yeah, little gang. I saw mm-hmm. people take it.
1: I never took it. Yeah. I took it every once
2: in a while
0: I think the biggest funny thing about stitches is if you take the level 1 talent uh, which is uh, <coughs> Hungry for More mm-hmm. this is the one where it's a quest You know, you get you know, for every globe you get you get 30 permanent health and then every 15 regen globes you gain 5% movement speed so if you get 60 globes you can be moving uh, Rhaegar speed 20% <laughs> baseline on-
1: that's <laughs> spooky spooky I don't... I mean, you know, I, I personally think movement speed
2: stitches sounds like a lot of fun.
0: Just like you're <laughs> chasing people down. Yeah. <laughs> it, reminds so.
2: me, it reminds me of back when I tried out Dota for, like a, for the first time. Someone mm-hmm. uh, took their hook guy, uh, Pudge, and then he stacked up a bunch of movement speed items on him and he was just running around hooking everybody. It was... I was scared to go out. I was
1: going to say, it sounds terrifying, right? Especially, like, you have hook gorge. Like, it, this incentivizes... I mean, it incentivizes both of his ultimates because he, de- a hero that gets more speed, especially one like Stitches, is, is kind of terrifying. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think movement yeah. speed sounds fun.
2: But yeah. That's don't just me. don't trust the sm- don't trust the face on that teddy bear skin mm-hmm. when it comes out.
1: I'm excited <laughs> for that skin.
2: I'm not. It looks mm-hmm. amazing. I'm personally more excited for a uh, dinosaur Dehaka.
1: I love both yeah. of them. More gems. Yeah,
2: Power Ranger Valera can, can I, go.
1: I'm just disappointed because the teaser it's for just... the stitches skin, they had the other plushies, and there's a plushy Mephisto and a plushy Butcher. And I want both I of them. I saw
2: those. And I know, I'm I want them too.
1: I want both I think, of those.
0: I, the problem with Valera is she's got so many skin. You know what I'm saying? Like, why didn't she need another skin? Toronto yeah, has like,
2: a lot of skins
1: too. Yeah. She
2: like they've got like they're 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 basically becoming the the new Li Ming. <laughs> yeah, Li Ming's getting all skins all of the, whole of the time.
0: Her and Gina too. Gina's got a ton of skins, except for the one you everyone wants.
2: Which is the one everyone wants.
0: Yeah. Hopefully, uh, the 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 rework for uh, um, Warcraft Three comes out, Reforged, they will they will actually grant us what we want. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so the stitches, you know, rework. The Ming. other thing is.
2: Wait, are you applying if they'll finally grant us a Diablo 2 remaster? Hmm. (laughs) Do you have a phone? (laughs) Yeah, I'd happily call them.
0: So I think the Stitches rework is going to be interesting. Obviously, um, you're going to see a lot of Stitches in the next couple weeks, you know, as people start to, you know, because he is a pretty easy tank to play, you know, and, Mm. you know, he's, He's gonna have like that ability to either um, self-sustain more or get more bonus from healing. So I think that's you know that makes him tanky. Um, we'll see. You know, like I said, I think the 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 amount of damage he's gonna be tank is he's gonna have wave clear now. He's gonna have slows built into himself. You know, so he's definitely gonna be you know a contested tank main tank. That's my conclusion. <laughs> I agree. So. We have two other things we wanted to talk about. We already talked about Chaos, so we don't really have to get into that, which is the Critical Kitten seven days later. And this is like a TLDR version of it. Basically, um, the uh, Abathur win rate uh, was uh, for Hero League increased a little bit, but its um, Team League win rate went down. That's because of the change to the base healing. Um, Deckard also saw uh, a decline with the the recent CDR uh, changes to his uh, his Q, his, um, his healing potion, um, not tremendous, but it was enough. It's enough to make him you know that he's falling down in the win rate. Um, I think the win rate right now for Team League is forty three or forty four percent, and mm-hmm. here and here league is a forty six percent. Hanzo saw an increase. Um, his win rate went up on the Hero League went up to forty about forty eight percent. That's a plus four increase. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been kind of in neutral on team uh team league. But I am seeing a lot more Hanzo's when I it seems. I guess people feel like his auto attack build is uh, somewhat viable.
2: Yeah, um, I've seen i I've seen a couple Hanzos now myself too.
0: Yeah. Uh the one of the bigger losers of the past um uh, malganis he's lost about uh five or about five percent in both leagues seven so
2: percent hero league
0: <laughs> so uh i guess the uh the cheat what they did was they reduced his so the amount of healing he would get right hmm. so it was like so um by reducing so that's that's why malganis is falling off a bit right now,
2: and everybody's still gonna be picking him even though he's
0: <laughs> Yeah, because he can just disrupt you know so well yeah. yeah. Uh, Orphea, or, uh, she also, but the the change, which was supposed to be a bit of a nerfing, actually increased her win rate by about 5% across both leagues.
2: We're not going to have another Malfail situation, are we?
0: Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> and then um, uh, White Mean, uh, the changes to her, once again, they added point oh three seconds. It seems like her win rate increased in Hero League, and... Maybe because of the diversity, the change uh, related to Deckard falling down. Some, so I guess more people are picking weight mean.
2: That would and, make sense.
0: Yeah, and but Team League, it's still about one percent change. It actually went. It actually went down by one percent.
2: Hmm. Speaking of which, I, speaking of which, while we're on here, I still need to make myself a Hero's Tarth profile.
0: Okay. I'm surprised yeah.
2: I haven't. I get <laughs> I get legendary status instantly.
0: There you go, making those videos. You know the funny thing about videos and. Content I don't like posting them on forums, you know? Um, Some people that they will do that. Like if you release, if you release your video, someone might see that you've released it and they'll post it on Reddit (laughs) and they'll get the karma for it. I'm like, you know, like critical kin. Like I would never post critical kittens articles. I might reference them in a post I make, you know, where I'll put a link in there, but I would never post it as a top level post. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you guys feel about that.
2: Yeah. I don't. You're talking to someone who willingly puts his videos up on the Reddit.
0: Well, that's because it's your it's you, it, and that's I'm okay with you doing it because it's your stuff, you know. No mm. one should get your karma. That's your karma. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and then rounding out the we typically uh, we do two, uh, two hero reworks or hero uh, discussions per week, and we usually really cover them here. And um, this week we got back to doing hero discussions. Previously, we were doing some battleground discussions because we already covered all the heroes. So back in like uh, February um, <coughs> 20, 2018, we did uh, Diablo, and um, around I guess May uh, they really they did the rework on them. And so, um, you yeah, know, I post what I typically do. I'm not sure if you ever read these or not. Uh, negative. I kind of do a dissertation of like all the like wiki entries for them. Any uh, like there's a balance history uh, website that lists all the balance. Uh, one of our moderators, um, he uh, runs a website called ProBuilds, which uh, exports all the ProBuilds from HTC. It makes it easier for you to find them so you don't have to get a Master League.
2: Another thing that will go away if HTC doesn't happen.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I usually would link the the Spotlight video, and then um, I'll find some popular YouTube uh, content creators and put their the links to their videos here. Um, did you ever put, put, did you uh, ever put some of my stuff in here? Yes, I have, you know, uh, definitely I definitely did one for uh, um, when I did a uh, butcher, you know, mm-hmm. so some of the stuff I don't because it's out of date, so I don't want to put something, like, if it's like oh, if something
2: gets, if something gets reworked, do you mean? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat>
0: that
2: but makes tell, sense.
0: yeah, but for a couple of your videos I did link, and I would, you know, I mean, if you want me to tell you what I'm going to do, I'll give you a week if that helps. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, uh, but, you know, anyway, so then I put the tips and tricks videos. And fortunately, there was a number of... Uh, not Paradox had two videos. Um, uh, Kyle Ferguson had a couple of videos. Most of these are like how to, uh, uh, BS Rambles did a... He did a Fire Stomp build, basically, you know, the standard build. And uh, Caterpillar had a build. And then I ask uh, some rhetorical questions, and then people... Generally, people respond with uh, "I like it," "I don't like it." <laughs> That's usually the first couple of responses you get in the morning, and then um, you'll get a uh, you'll get a couple mems like you know he could use a phone is one of the <coughs> one of the memes that appeared this week. Then you'll get people actually that will actually share their like their insights of what they've learned about the the hero,
2: like um, the top one right now. Uh, talk about how he uh-oh. has a high a lot of high impact talents,
0: right? Basically, you're standing next to a wall. Diablo is your friend, <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah, I think that you know that was some. What they did was they took some of the range away from his uh, his cue, right? His charge, right? And mm-hmm. but people are still finding ways to kind of leverage that. And the flips, you know, he can flip. You know, he can flip for days, right? He can do like three flips in a row, right? Um, mm-hmm. He can yeah, flip, charge, flip, charge, flip, <laughs> charge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he still has that. Kind of, I mean, he still has that kind of. Uh, devastating charge you know and and he, if you quest talents yeah. into it you get kind of crazy
2: yeah he's st- he still has the right to have that he still has the right to have that wrestler skin
1: yes also fantastic. that's
2: a yes and
0: like i said you know it's funny because uh you know they buffed lightning breath and then they nerfed it a little bit and then they buffed it. i mean i think they've gotten to a point now where <laughs> lightning breath is kind of like the go-to talent but then if you need that stun. Uh, APOC is... It used to be you only pick APOC because Lightning yeah. Breath never did any damage.
1: It's really mm-hmm. interesting how things change, right? Like, small tweaks here and there that make things viable. Mm-hmm. Because, like, they really didn't change a whole ton. They Well, they made Lightning Breath more responsive, though, too, right? It used to be a lot slower rotating around.
2: <clears throat> I've never... I haven't really seen a difference that much.
1: I think it was. I don't remember, to be totally honest. But I used to be the the Diablo one trick that would go Q-Build and Devil's mm-hmm. do and destroy anybody because you could capitalize on any mistake ever being Diablo.
2: <laughs> he could use a phone as the next rework.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things that most people said about Diablo is, that, yeah, he is strong. He is oppressive. If he, He's a win-more kind of hero. He's yeah. great for those... But he can be kited. That's that's his downside. So uh-huh. if you can slow him, you can kite him. He... Yeah,
2: like, a lot of the more range heroes can definitely counter him. Like Vala. Mm-hmm. Vala can be
1: devastating to him.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, she's a demon hunter for a reason. Right. I mean, mm-hmm.
1: it's funny how that works out, right? Like, for me, <laughs> the biggest thing getting used to his rework was um, the Q range change. Because it gained one but lost two... It gained one baseline, but technically lost one if you always went the standard build before the rework. Uh, and then his, like, overall sustain changed. Um, for me, the, the biggest thing there was... Because I, I, right before his rework, I was playing him religiously in Hero League. And it was like, every time I was streaming, I was like, oh, yeah, this is a Diablo map. Everything's a Diablo map, because Diablo! <laughs> There's walls around! Diablo's the obvious choice! You know, it was just really stupid of me. Um, comfort pick and everything and the like the way his playstyle changed it was like one, one four seven were completely different and you couldn't be as aggressive and then everyone was kind of going the sustain W style of everything and I was doing it because everyone else was kind of and I didn't really I don't know it just didn't work I didn't fit my playstyle of Diablo and I, it wasn't until like Mopsio from Zealots was playing him a lot and he had his different, more aggressive kind of like old school Diablo build where it was like, level 1 you still went cruelty, which is still interesting from a change from Devil's Doom, which is Devil's Due is still great
2: mm-hmm. and then
1: at 4 you get the W healing, because that just helps your sustain, and then 7 you get the um, spell damage on autos Or now I've been actually doing the cooldown reduction since they buffed it last. And then a Mm 7, 7, and 16... Or 13 and 16, you just get the Q damage on impact and then the 16 reset with overpower. 20 is whatever you want. Probably blink. That's what I go.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I don't play Diablo that much.
2: (coughs) (coughs) I used to, but... I, I I just had, like, troubles with the stacks all the time and that it just mm-hmm. became so frustrating. It's like, think- the stacks, like, I have to give credit, like, while the stacks are handy because the quick respawn, it's mm-hmm. well done to the point where it's like, even if you die, you're still like, mm-hmm. Just because you lose all that bonus health. Yeah, like, you feel like, damn it, I don't want to die now. <laughs> like, w- once that comes in mind, it's like, wow, like, it makes not dying still crucial and. On- yeah, that's honestly a good design standpoint when it comes to the character. Cause well, it's like... a
1: good balance point for Diablo too, right? Because a Diablo who's full stacked wants to go super deep. Hmm. And then you one thing I'll say. Properly... Go ahead.
0: The one thing I'll say as a player who plays against Diablos when they're picked, I'm like, I'm never. I think I've always had this kind of like fear of Diablo, but now that I know that like that's one of the reasons why I played Maltheo. See a Diablo pick, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well
2: percent damage.
0: Yeah, with Garish and you know Diablo, if you're picking him, I'm picking Malthea to see if I can get my last right yeah. on you to kill you.
2: It's one of the reasons why I like to play, why I like to play with as my go-to like uh, high health Bruiser and junk like that, just because. Oh, yeah, damage. I mean, yeah. like
1: for for our for our group, what we've been actually doing is I don't care about being picked to Diablo anymore. Like counterpicked, like our first pick Diablo or something like that that people like to do. Because like <laughs> yeah, we've been playing Arthas. Or is this Orfea, Stukov as are, like our main three, like first three picks.
0: Hmm.
1: Because you want to
0: charge me, you're going to be frozen. <laughs>
1: right. Like there's just, there's just so many like that micro CCs that are involved and then the, the, the kiting potential and then Orfea's talent at level one that gives slowed bonus damage or rooted bonus damage. It's just like stupid. Not, mm-hmm. not it's just a really solid combo that just consists of met- damage.
2: Exactly. So
0: you- and then you have a Stukov. like i'm in playing a lot of Stukov, you you know i got my postules on you it's like you know oh you slammed him in the wall uh well he, he's gonna have the if, if you have a diablo i can take the talent that where he gets stunned to get the heal you know mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't have a cleanse but like at least you know, make it so your stun's not gonna eat, he'll be slowed for a few seconds but he will definitely survive it so mm-hmm.
3: yeah.
0: so yeah i'm not that that afraid of it you know being picked and but you know there's always been a part of me that wants to play him a little bit more but I just there's other tanks I feel like I play better with, you know yeah I, I feel like I will always be charging out of position
2: <laughs> I think that's one of the reasons why I stopped playing Diablo in the first place <laughs> whoa <laughs> like, I didn't mean to go there Oops, not that far
0: I think, think <laughs> Diablo is one is when you gotta you gotta ride up to someone pointed at your fort and in charge so you charge them into your shit not yeah. into their shit. <laughs> Or pour, yeah. push them downwards or upwards. Yeah. The
2: classic, uh, fling them over the over your wall uh, inside yeah. and then trap them. Yeah, yeah.
1: That was one of my Diablo video guides that I had made a while ago. I was talking about why he was so good, and it still kind of fits because his kit hasn't changed so much.
0: Flip charge, flip charge. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, it, it really, it really means. his his like big thing too is you don't really want to use your your Q to aggressively engage unless someone's. Steps out of position, but you really want to use your E to flip a backliner over and into your team.
0: Yeah, and mm-hmm. then at
1: 16, you, at 16, I call it the Diablo Super Combo where you Q E Q, and then you're, you know, you you basically force the engage and get yourself to safety without them even being able to react to it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that, that that's literally what Diablo does, and it's really it's really oppressive because no one can, or you use it to to do two bonus damage hits from your cube burst damage, and then you're just, you know, and almost any hero in the game besides a tank now, since it doesn't do percent health, does uh goes to like at least half health.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Overall, though, I think most people, you know, there's like most people feel the changes were, you know, su- successful. It's mm. he, he's not. He's not broken. He's not, you know, he's not too over and he's still very popular. So I mean, as long as you know how to play against one, you know, mm-hmm. and, and your yeah, team, you're good. Topics, yeah,
1: I think there's good. more. I think there's a decent amount of counterplay against him now, and he's not. I think he's he's popular enough that people are not as afraid of him. I will say, fun combo that you can do if you have a duo is Anna and Diablo. You yeah. go nana Boost, Lightning Breath, Trogdor, baby. <laughs> Oh, Burn God. I all the people. It's fucking mm-hmm. fun as hell. It is one of my favorites.
2: Uh, like, w- whenever I picture, like, Lightning Breath Diablo, the, the first thing I think of is Naz's uh, <laughs> um, trombone from Ed and Eddie, because I did the Ed and Eddie sound <laughs> <I didn't>
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <sighs>
0: Yeah,
2: I like. Do that. you want me to link that to you later? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you think we covered
0: everything tonight? It's been like two and a half hours, almost
2: three it's, hours. It's it's uh it's nine forty five my time. So like, it's almost almost three hours. four hour. It's three almost hours four hour. actually.
1: It's three hours of actual recording because we're at two fifty six on my end here. <laughs> oh, wow. What? Yeah.
0: Well, thanks for listening, everyone, for a three hour podcast, I'll let you go. Dude,
1: we're like, <laughs> We're like on Joe Rogan level right now.
0: people are like when is this goddamn thing gonna end
1: (laughs) well this is a different one though because this is this would have been a standard like two ish hour podcast but then we had a negative pro who told his story about youtube and that youtube Mm -hmm. money (laughs) yeah
2: yeah i'm filthy rich
0: (laughs) well you know when you uh release a new video i hope you can come back yeah cast with you. We really enjoyed the conversation. always I always like talking with you. So
3: mm-hmm. yeah, it was great
0: talking to you game. too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, anyway, this is LDAP. You can find me on at LDAP TV on moderators on Storm. And that's pretty much what I got for today. Hit it up, All
1: right? Uh, Negative Pro, do your thing.
2: Yeah. And like you said, I'm Negative Pro. I am a YouTuber, content creator for Heroes of the Storm. I do Nexus 101.5. You can find me down on com slash, well, negative pro. What else?
1: <laughs> and as always, I'm Wenzeltron, or better known across the interwebs as Eric Wenzel. And you can find actually me on Feeding Curiosity, my other podcast that's all about interviews and collecting stories and kind of tools, tactics, and anything else that help you operate in the world. It's a new, that's a new uh, spiel there. I just tested it out right now. Um, but yeah. Go check that out. It's 24 episodes now. It got a weekly one along there, so either head over there or feedingcuriosity.net is the website, and uh, yeah. Catch you all next time, everybody. Woo!
2: Peace. He survived. Mm-hmm. Yeah!